For someone who travels weekly, hotels, they get boring pretty quick. They're lonely, crowded, you know, just, I want to find something more fun. So on tour, we started seeing a lot in Airbnbs. Uh, you know, I did my special taping in Phoenix uh, in 2021, and we had a Airbnb then, and it was just so much fun. I mean, it's honestly a lot cheaper, too, is what's crazy. Um uh, just so much more space. They have full homes. I mean, it's, you can, you know, easy to cook stuff, easy to, you just feel like you're at home. Uh, did you know you could also be my next Airbnb host? And uh, I mean, in fact, my tour manager, Travis, recently started hosting his place on Airbnb. Uh, he says it's a great way to make extra money while we are on the road this summer, uh, since his home would be just sitting empty. It's a great idea to host while you're away if you have some upcoming travel plans this summer. Uh, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, folks. Welcome to the Nate Land Podcast. Uh, join the affordable e-bike revolution. Go to electricebikes.com and use code Nate to get a free foldable mountain bike lock with any bike purchase. That is a free bike lock when you use code Nate at L-E-C-T-R-I-C. So it's like, you know, electric, L-E-C-T-R-I-C, E-B-I-K-E-S, electric ebikes.com also uh shout out to our sponsor from the makers of helix the most comfortable mattress ever comes all form uh you can assemble all the furniture yourself in minutes no tools needed right now all form is offering 20 percent off all orders for our listeners at allform.com slash nate that is 20 percent off all orders at allform.com slash nate athletic greens it's giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Visit athleticgreens.com Nate for a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. That is athleticgreens.com Nate. Thank you to Viore for sponsoring Nate Land. Get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at vioriclothing.com slash Nate. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75. And finally, managing money can be hard and juggling subscriptions even harder. Never pay for an unwanted subscription again with Truebill. Go to truebill.com slash Nate. It could save you thousands a year. Let's go, folks. Welcome to the Nate Land Podcast, as I said before. Uh, we are here, uh, me, uh, Brian Bates, Aaron Weber. We have Dustin Chafin with us. He's back. Hey. Uh, me and him are on the road. We just got back from uh, somewhere, Tam- no, Tampa, <laughs> Tampa, Florida, Orlando, Orlando, Fort Myers, Fort, Fort Myers. Lauderdale, and then we're heading up to uh, next week, Providence, Port Chester. Huntington, all around Albany, man. Albany, yeah, and so uh, yeah, so we have a yeah, big little run, and then L.A. If you if you didn't get to come to the first L.A. show, I'll be back there for the uh, Netflix is a joke festival. I got a show May third. There's a few tickets left for that. 
So uh, but that's where you've been. And then what? So what about where y'all? Well, I was uh, I came to your Vecchione. Oh yes, taping. Yes, at Zany's, and that was great. Yeah, the Vecchione taping was great. The crowd was awesome. Uh, I know a lot of people listening to this podcast came, and people were just so supportive, and it was so cool to see. Because it's like this thing that I want to try to create. It's nice to see people like help us. And that was a big help. I mean, people come because they know who Mike is. Mike destroyed. I mean, it was wild. Like he did, it went as good as it could go. And uh, I directed whatever that was. <laughs> uh, I think I liked it. I, I liked saw you it. back yeah, there. Yeah, I was directing. Did you tell him what yeah. shirt it's to like, wear and stuff? Yeah, well, it was like, you're, like, you're almost like... Uh, I'm probably there's probably more you're supposed to do as a director, but for my directing of it was like, you know, think of the opening, like helping with the we designed the set, like uh, some lo- locations of cameras and, but the 800 pound grill they're so great, and then they know how to like call the cameras, like let's go tight shot on this, like I don't know that stuff, uh, so I let them. I was like, y'all do that. I don't want to be, uh, you know, a cowboy shot. That's a big one. Never heard of that. that. Haven't either. So the point, it's a shot. It's uh it means you're shooting like below the kneecaps and then uh up above your head. And so it was made for like cowboy movies if they were like doing a draw mm-hmm. and you want to be able to get the whole gun coming out. So they call it a cowboy shot. Okay. Shoot gun. So we got a few cowboy shots in the special. Probably. We got a few co- cowboy shots. I kept saying the hero shot. I've only heard that. I don't know what that is either. It was a shot of you in the yeah, green room. I get, yeah. <laughs> Guys, hero That's shot, us. number four. I go, this camera's for the hero shot. They're like, where's it going to go? It'll be right next to me. And I'm going to go to it a lot. Uh, but it was, I can't wait for uh, everybody to see it. Uh, it really was great. And it's just, you know, clean and it's it's the clean that we want to do clean that you don't know it's clean Mm -hmm. and that's what uh mike did and that's what it was and it was awesome and so yeah thanks again for everybody that came out to that 800 pound gorilla the mean dust ruiner together we he murdered all week thank you and then uh we've been hanging out had a lot of fun and then where were you i was in town all week for the festival oh yeah yeah Yeah, the national comedy festival was this whole week yeah just wrapped up saw you at the ryman Mm -hmm. at arch fear show that was a lot of fun yeah yeah they uh i was announced on that show then they they said i can't be (laughs) because i was with uh, you know like like everybody at home the list we all have our friends that are you know, probably going to hell. (laughs) So (laughs) you saved me. Yeah. I saved Dustin. Dustin, He's he's heading up. He's got to come with me, but he's, uh, when I go, I will make him go with me. That's the whole purpose of Nate Land Productions, right? Yeah. Save one of your friends. one Just one. I walk in, I go, yeah, I do it to Jesus. I got a couple of buddies with me. And he's like, oh yeah. yeah." Watch the special. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah." He was there. A couple of like, no, 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 no. And I like, oh, we tried. I got tried. No, it's, uh, they're, uh, I mean, all these guys are some of my best friends. And yeah. they're, uh, and that's what I love. That's the point of all this, too, is you have friends. No one's perfect. Mm-hmm. It's like you're trying to build this not perfect world of just being, yeah, some of my friends are crazy. Yeah. And they do crazy stuff. And I would do anything for them. And some of them are not. And some of them are living life the best way you could live life. And you should be mixing with all of them. Yeah, and yeah. you just be... It's like family. It's yeah. family. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, you got a lot. We all got a, crazy. Yeah, we got a but weird that art show. Yeah. My agents got. They were like, "You can't have your name on." This <laughs> <show>. <laughs> Just, and it's not because like I can't. Like it was. Like, they didn't want people to come. You know, because people might come and they don't know and they think, yeah. "Oh, I'm going to this neighbor Etsy show," and they don't realize like every other story that these guys are going to tell is going to be very, very It dirty. was very funny the way Ari addressed it up top. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, if you don't want to, yeah, if you came here for that, you can get your money back. Like, <laughs> like yeah, I'll give you five out. minutes to leave right yeah, now. Five minutes to leave. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, was, and it, he really, and he means it in a good hearted way yeah, of just yeah. being like, we understand like, yeah, if you bought this and you thought this was going to be the one thing, it's not. And uh, I mean, my part was still clean, but it's there. uh, but yeah, and they're all funny stories, and it's all, it's all great, buddy. So it was fun. The Nashville Festival was great, yeah. and it's doing great. Well, one thing it's like I saw Gaffigan. He did like Skank Fest. And yeah, it was interesting where he just did you know a clean Gaffigan act, and I think the audience that was there for that edgy comedy they went on board, and that's the thing oh, yeah. too. It's like he converted them to like his style of comedy. They just want good great. comedy. Yeah, and that's what you want is like they're down like the all the times i've done uh yeah, it's called skank fest so they're there you probably have to bleep that no, sorry I, did, I didn't mean <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, but it's a it's our buddies luis j gomez he started this whole thing uh you know christine rebecca trenton like so and it's uh it's a wild thing but that there's the most love i've felt in that festival than a lot than outside of a lot of festivals and it's people that, like, I would always, I came up, I was doing all those shows that were dirty. I was doing all that stuff that was all this edgy stuff. And everybody would just embrace it. They're like, yeah, Nate's clean. Like, we don't, we just want funny. We don't care. Those are the least judgmental people, which is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then it's kind of the ones that want everything to be politically wrecked. That's the most judgmental. Yeah. And they don't want anything out. Like, that, his, the group that goes to that is, it's people coming from all walks of life. And they're just the nicest. Yeah. And uh yeah, it's cool. It's cool to see that. Like when I when Gaffigan went up, they like they love it. it's like they can't believe Gaffigan's here. And yeah. then they, you know, so it's fun. And that's what we were talking this weekend, you know, just talking about some of your fans have probably been through some stuff. So it's yeah. like they might have a neck tattoo, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well we would see a couple of times when we were driving uh to get to the venue, we would have to drive in front of it. Yeah. And which was kind of cool because you get to see oh, the crowd great. go in. So cool. And it is like you always just sit there and you're like, I, I mean, I'm blown away that people are showing up. I don't even understand how I you're like, I have to know them, I guess. Like, uh, From Tennessee. Yeah. yeah. And it's uh, an incredibly humbling experience to even just see as people walk in. And it's it's old, young. It's people with tattoos. It's like all this kind of stuff where you're like, they're there for whatever reason. They either it's like you're funny. Some people like the cleanness. Some people like the. Not politicalness, not the heaviness. It's just this whatever it is, and it's cool to see. And that's what it all should be. And everybody makes mistakes. Nobody's perfect. I'm not perfect. I make a ton of mistakes. And if you do too at home, unless Jesus listens, uh, (laughs) then, yeah, we're all just, you know, we don't judge you. I love it. 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 Right. Yeah. You saved me. Thanks. Uh, Aaron, (laughs) you left the Catholic Church. Go ahead and tell me about that. Is that <laughs> the Nashville Comedy Festival is going to be? It's great, and they do it every year. And it's really building, and it's something that's really nice. And a lot of comics come down, and more people in Nashville are knowing about the festival. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be, and we're just, it's just going to keep going. And it, I, I really do love it. I love that we have a festival here. Do you uh, know when Vecchio Special will be out? No, no. Uh, 
we're we already got a clip of it to look at it, but we got to edit it. We got to do stuff. I don't know where it's going to be. It can be on YouTube. We can try to sell it somewhere else. I, there's a whole process to it. I'll let everybody know when we know. I mean, you know, hopefully three to six months. There's an idea of where, but I, you know, we got some fun pictures of it here. The set, oh, everything yeah, looked looked great. Looked great. Was that Zanies? But they redid the whole. I mean, it looks like. Uh, I mean, yeah. it looks like a theater in there. It's really, really yeah. cool. Yeah, the stage was awesome. Uh, we got his name right there. I like the idea of that. Like it was just this side shot with his name, and that's all of us. That's you know, Ari Shafir Soder, Shane Gillis, uh, Jay, me, Josh Adam Matters, Brian Dorfman owns Zanies, Salvacano my sister, and then uh, Mike Vecchione. And it's like, it's a crew. This is what I love. I'd love to have a crew. Those are guys that would do any, uh, that's Mike's girlfriend, Katie. There's there's these guys and, and Ray Allen. He was on the, he on the show, he helped uh, uh, produce it with Mike and uh, he opened for us. So does Katie. And it's, this is a group that's, it's not, you know, my parents would not have wanted me to technically be with these people <laughs> when I grew up. <laughs> but my parents love them all now, and they yeah. all come from very different backgrounds. They all and love we would you. all do for any. Yeah, I love them. They love me. We would yeah. all do anything for anybody. Yeah. And that's what I love that we all get, you get just different varying points. Everybody has a different opinion. Everybody grew up different. Uh, you know, I mean, it's crazy. Ari's dad was in the Holocaust. How crazy is that, Ari Shafir? Like all the stuff, wow. people get mad. I mean, he does a lot of dumb stuff. <laughs> <laughs> rightfully so, they get mad, and they. Yeah. But like, I mean, his like just, I mean, his upbringing with that, it's crazy. I mean, it's just crazy, and that's what it is. Get get friends that are just. If you got a weird kid in school, go talk to that guy. That uh -huh, guy's yeah. probably going to be. More, in, you know, just yeah. have a good group. Yeah, don't have a bunch of use. Right, that's yeah. almost the way. You can have a couple of U's. <laughs> yeah. But over, not really. I mean, it's good. Don't, don't have a bunch of U's, you know? Yeah. You got that David Tell joke a friend will help you move a couch, a best friend will help you move a body. Yeah. 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 Live like that. And that's, how the, that's the advice. <laughs> Kids are going to go to school tomorrow and just be like, just find one. Just, you know? Kids in his corner and be like, hey, do you want to move in with me and my family? Yeah, I mean, you, know, you know, go as far as you want to go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's start with the comments. Uh, Heather Waldridge, my best friend and I attended the live, ta live taping in Mike Vecchione's special, and they were both fantastic. When y'all talked about fish being meat, my friend looked at me and said, it's uh, Piscastrian. What is it? Pescatarian. Pescatarian. <laughs> yeah. That's like a, yeah, a church thing. It's like right? a religion. People yeah. pescatarian. A pescatarian. Fish. Yeah. Yeah. Pescatarian sounds like is it being like I don't know about this. Mm -hmm. Is that what that means? Is that how it's spelled? That's how. Yeah. That's how. Is it pessimistic? Spelled. Like you're not. You're always. That's a little, pessimistic. Yeah. yeah. You're kind of like you don't. Yeah. Well, pescatarian. It sounds like it's religious. Yeah. Like we all go in going. I, I would yeah. like to be one over every day. <laughs> like you go every day. You walk into church. You go. I don't. Let me see yeah. what you're talking about. All right, and then I'll let you know. <laughs> uh, I have no clue what that means or why she knew it, but couldn't ask details about that during the show. It's not like she is a scientist or a fisherman, but apparently has a deep knowledge of the food pyramid that she has hidden from me for years. Yeah, It's so a church thing. You know so what that is? Pescatarian is, it's like a vegetarian, but you'd eat fish. You oh, is that not the church? Fish. What's yeah. the church? 
That's a Episcopalian. Yeah. That's what I was saying. A Presbyterian. I thought Pescatarian was a, I thought it was like the religion. No. I thought people said, I'm Pescatarian. You go, oh, yeah, I know. I got an uncle that goes there. No, I'm they, baptized. Yeah. yeah. They just eat catfish. That's the whole joke yeah. I was yeah. making, was that that church goes in, because I thought a Pescatarian, a, what is it? A Pescatarian. Uh, <laughs> changes everything. I thought the church was pescatarian, and I like the idea that everybody walks in with a little, like, you know, oh, pes- yeah, a little like pessimism. Percent. The first five rows are empty. Like, everybody's like, I'll sit in the back. I'll move. I mean, let me see if I want to get up. That's what I. <laughs> I and then I thought, well, your, her friend went to, she grew up a pescatarian, the church. You I could would- be in conversations with people, and I think we would, we would be able to finish the conversation. And then walk away, With two and no one, things. no one would know. Yeah, it just happened. It would just, yeah, yeah. It, I thought we were riffing about how it sounds like. like no, that guy's a smart dude. That's what they would think, and then it would be like, oh, he doesn't know. <laughs> Last week on the live podcast, we talked about people from up north, and Mike said we got some union folks here, mm-hmm. meaning like we're Confederates, they're union. Yeah, but you went the route of union workers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do your own thing. I do Malta. Uh-huh. They're I'm important. Still jobs. got laughs. I'm the weird kid that yeah. you. I need you to come talk. <laughs> like I'm, the, yeah, I'm in my own world. Yeah. Uh, rewind, rewinds retro, retro, <clears throat> rewinds retro. Aaron was on today. He really opened up. Opens up in front of a crowd. It was like a different person. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm back. Yeah. You were the no crowd today. You're the guys like when the lights come on, you play your best, Mr. October. Uh, yeah, dude, I thrive under pressure. That's what it's yeah, all yeah. about. Well, the lights are on, and these people are listening. So, uh, <laughs> you're bringing everything. It's a little pressure. Be nice. Uh, <laughs> Spencer Heaton. The fact that Nate said "who" instead of "what" when he misheard Brian say "cities cover three percent of the Earth's surface" means that Nate thought Brian said an individual person covered 3% of the Earth's surface. Not truly, Nate truly is an enigma. What's an enigma? Like a mystery. Oh, I am a mystery. Uh, That's so funny. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I would have think. Like a Bermuda Triangle. Maybe I thought a group of people covered 3% of the Earth. Uh-huh. You know? And he said New York is two of that 3%. That was funny. Yeah. We were making fun of New York City. Yeah. This stuff comes in, and it's it's. We got our own carnival. Going on here. It doesn't all. You don't come out the same. You don't. It's not a. It's not a well-oiled machine. It's. I mean, people. Some people are there. Some people don't show up. <laughs> William Ryan, Breakfast Bates needs to open the next episode with a bunch of hats from different pharmacies to let us know which one he chose. Ooh, it's a good idea. Yeah. Do That's you have an update idea. on the whole pharmacy situation, Brian? Yeah, my father-in-law did some research. And two of those pharmacists um, are leaving that mm. CVS and going to a CVS down the street. Okay. Oh. So we may be transferring just loyalties yeah. to another CVS. Which is nice. I think that's really, really what you're, you're not there for the CVS. You're there for the people. Mm-hmm. And they know our medical background, which is pretty extensive. Yeah. So. Yeah. You do want that. It's I mean, a whole imagine, file I mean, cabinet. It's a whole. <laughs> when you walk in, it's. A whole thing. Like, here comes the squirrel tack guy. Like, they probably put that in because they have to just also know, are you around squirrels? Like, we need to know. And you go, I'm not only around them, they're after me. And it goes, good to know. Yeah. Good to know. Uh, yeah. I'd imagine, yeah, you come in. It's a, it's a thing. It's a thing. They know us for sure. Yeah. 
Way to get medicine for my dog there. Yeah. Oh, and that dog's probably got it's got problems. <laughs> yeah, she's on Prozac. Is she? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. She has anxiety. Yeah. Okay. Uh, wow. Try petting Big her. <laughs> Try petting her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good idea. Yeah, we just want to medicate our child. We don't want to love her. Yeah. Is is it probably because she's so little? I'd imagine little ones are just because you're like you you can just always get kind of squashed. Yeah, you would think she's yeah. a rescue the way she acts. She's yeah. so skittish about everything. But, but she was bred. You went. Yeah, I got her to breed her. People probably hate me for that, but well, that happens. I I think you got sold a rescue and someone liked you. <laughs> well, you may be right. <laughs> I mean, who told you they were breeding it? Well, I mean, we we picked her up when she was eight weeks old. Yeah. So yeah, um, unless they beat her before. Yeah, her but eyes not all, open. Yeah, not all rescue yeah. dogs are you know. Mine's pretty good. I yeah, and obviously dog. not all breeders are, are yeah, good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, um, so she's, she's got some issues. We're working with her. <laughs> How, is it Prozac every day? Like put it in the yeah. food? Yeah. Wow. Is she have a therapist as well? Yeah. We ever, <laughs> we ever, yeah, she does. Really? Does she? We have a trainer that comes. That's oh. basically and a therapist. Yeah. She just wants us to give her positive reinforcement. No negative, just good girl, Hazel. Good girl. So it's all good girl. Good you can't girl. say don't poop like on the floor. Like if it peed yeah. on the floor, you would have to go. That's good. Well, you wouldn't say that's good. You would, but you wouldn't say it's bad either. But when she does something like you want, yeah. you're supposed to reinforce that yeah. positive. Yeah, you're not rolling up a newspaper. Is what no. you're saying? Okay. <laughs> no, going down a little bit. Uh, <laughs> Phil, <laughs> too. You know, oh, your your life makes me feel bad. I had to, go, I had to come down to, the, to my level. I want to fly to fly at a different altitude. <laughs> yeah. You have a. You need the dog. Given this, yeah, she's got you know acid reflux. Uh, I don't know if I even knew you gave dogs. I didn't know that. Prozac. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, I'm sure it's a certain type of dog, Prozac. Yeah. I bet it's the same. You should just try taking it yourself. Yeah. Not that you need Get the whole family. Is it the it. same? I mean, I think it is. We've got it at the same pharmacy. I thought I'd have to go to like the vet or something. They're like, mm-hmm. they called it at a CVS. You got to throw a few in there and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe calm you down. You know? I am pretty wild. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, maybe your worried face would go away. Yeah. <laughs> just, just be happy all the time. Yeah, you would just you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jesse Stevens. I've never heard of someone eating the whole apple. And Aaron asked Vecchione if he ate the whole apple. I thought it was an absurd question. Apparently, people do eat the whole apples, mm-hmm. but there is poison in the seeds. Yeah, I've heard that. A human would have to chew and swallow 150 seeds in a short period of time to die from the poison. All right. Yeah, I saw a guy eat a whole banana with the peel and everything, just like just chomped into. You saw it. a guy like, do that. Saw a, guy eat, do a friend it. of mine didn't yeah. peel it; just yeah. eat. That's how he eats it. He just eats yeah. the banana with the peel on it. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Just disturbing. What if he didn't know? <laughs> what if he just go, "Hey, what if you peeled it?" He goes, "What?" <laughs> and he just <laughs> he goes, he just, "Is he people, the stem?" He just eats the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Did he say why? No, he says there's more fiber in it, like it's yeah. better for you. You know, people oh, say stuff, yeah. and you're just like, I don't need yeah. it to be that much better for me. Yeah. I'm going to just yeah. peel it. It's like, find yeah. other ways to yeah. do better. I just read this, that there was poison in an apple seed. I've heard that. Yeah, I, I mean, literally yeah. read it last night. Yeah. I have some, like, fact thing that gives you just some dumb facts. Snapple like, cap. Yeah, it's kind of like that, and it's yeah. an app, and uh, it just said that. That's crazy. So you could get 150 seeds. And just eat them all at once, and it, it could kill you, mm-hmm. man. All right, uh, it's a good way to go. Could I mean? I mean, would they, yeah? They, would you, they even know? 
<laughs> I guess they, I mean, something yeah. had to happen to somebody. I mean, yeah, they would have to be. <laughs> I feel like after, if you did that, they'd be like, everybody would agree. It's probably time for him to go. Uh, <laughs> just eating seeds. Just the eating the. the eating yeah. like pistachios. <laughs> you would have no idea. You're like, I don't know. You ate apples every day, the whole thing. Hmm. He'd eat 150 of them a day. And he had a ton of energy. Connor Knighton, before Nate moves his entire family to Oregon to live next to a giant mushroom, you should know there's not much there to look at. It's definitely not a tourist attraction. It's almost all underground. I did a story for CBS Sunday Morning on the fungus a couple of years ago. The scientists we interviewed said the mushrooms were delicious, but he also said they give one in eight people violent diarrhea. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I had a long drive ahead of me, so I decided not to risk it. After a day of hanging out with experts, it's not. It's nice to listen to Nate Aaron and the Babadook, Babadook <laughs> talk about penguins and how sad the moon must feel. Uh, all right. So I watch CBS Sunday Morning regularly for years. So is I'm, this the guy? I'm familiar with Con- well, that's the guy he's interviewing. But yeah, Connor Knight. There's Knighton. Connor Knighton right there. Oh, oh, that's him. Oh, oh yeah. wow. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yep. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen him, and he went down. So this is him going down and look at the mushroom. Mm-hmm. And do you like see it? So there's not a big mushroom. I think most of it's underground. Okay, that's convenient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we could say we have the largest yeah. mushroom. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of mushrooms yeah. all over there. Yeah. yeah, but it's the largest. But is it? It's the largest a, living object. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you would think that it would be. Like it's all under. Oh, yeah. It'll be one thing, oh, but so, collectively so, it's one. Thing. So the ground is all mushroom. Oh, so I just thought it was a tree. That's mm. crazy. Yeah, I pictured. Thank you, Connor. That would have. <laughs> I would have almost went out there and looked. The humongous fungus. Yeah, we're on a mush. It, it would be you'd be going. We're all on a mushroom, and I'd be like, "That's crazy. <laughs> Look at that guy." <laughs> Where's the helmet and all that stuff? Yeah. Where are you going? <laughs> Looks like a mushroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he does. Uh, yeah, like, how dangerous is this mushroom? Uh, Sarah Nistetter. Nistetter. My husband just said, are the Alps not the same as the Appalachians? Nate, I'm so proud of you for knowing these were different mountains. I think yeah. I've already forgot that I did know that. Yeah. Well, last week we talked about the Appalachian. I guess we talked about the Alps too. And mm-hmm. the Alps are in Sweden. Wow. I'm even no? more impressed. Are they? That sounds right. Swiss Alps. Sounds right. Swiss Alps. Swiss. Switzerland. 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 Yeah. Okay. Switzerland. Yeah. Different. We're it's close though. Yeah, it's close. It's the same ballpark. It's all the same. I think it'd get your head in the right direction. I'd say. <laughs> I have to ask when you get closer. Yeah. Like <laughs> if you got, you get. I'd be like, just. Swiss, Sweden, Sweden, I don't know. Start heading there. Yeah. When you feel like you're getting close, I'd stop at some gas stations. Yeah. Swifties. Stop, we, stop yeah. at Swifties. Like, who's got that knife? Yeah. yeah. We know it's not East Tennessee. Yeah. That's it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean Smith, Mount Everest, and the rest of the Himalayas. Himalayas, is that right? Mm-hmm. Uh, are growing every year, and there are some mountains that are growing even faster than Everest. The closest contender could overtake Mount Everest in just 241,000 years. So if Mount Rainier doesn't step it up, he could lose his place on the podium. Who was uh, called that? I mean, I just, I can feel science. <laughs> when you like, ask if mountains are growing? <laughs> I mean, it's, I don't even, I have no schooling. And I just, 
You got an instinct for it. I got an instinct for like, I bet the mountains are growing. Mm -hmm. They're just going to be. So are you going to climb Mount Everest before it goes to number two? You have a little more time. Oh, before. Oh, because Mount Everest is still number one. It's going to be number one for another 241,000 years. And Mount Rainier is number two? No, he's just saying that. Yeah, yeah. It could lose it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mount Rainier is going to. And it always has. slip. Yeah. Always has snow, right? It's not like a summertime you can do it where it's like nice. Not that hot. Yeah. We were doing the spring. Yeah. 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 I mean, Mount Everest might not be worth it by the time you get up there. Have you seen this picture of the queue waiting to get to the top of Mount Everest? Yeah, that's crazy. How backlogged it is. That's crazy. Now, this was taken. I know the story because this appeared in a Netflix documentary I watched, but there's, there's, there's only certain weather windows you can climb it, just yeah. based, and and there yeah. was a really small window this particular year, so that's the amount of people trying to get up there. Imagine that you have to and wait in word, line, and they got to go walk by them. Jam. Well, well, they're all strapped onto a yeah. metal wire. Yeah, they're all hooked onto it. Yeah, so they have to be in a single file line like that. Yeah, and they're all just waiting for their you know, fifteen seconds up at the top. Yeah, yeah. You see, that's that's weird. the peak up there. Yeah, I yeah. think it's yeah. That's going up to the to the top of it. And then, but how do they get down? They have to walk by them. You go back down the other side of the wire. Yeah, yeah. you have to yeah. come back. See, I think you know the the attraction to just climbing a yeah. mountain is you by yourself. And yeah. You have this yeah. like moment, this like epiphany, and then you're just like I thought it was really DMV. rare. To you think you, <laughs> it's like crazy. Yeah. I mean, you think there's got to be a guy that's like, I'm not. This is good enough. Dude. Yeah. Like he's just like I'm not gonna wait in this line. To go. Oh, I'm sure. And you're like, well, you were right there. He goes, what's the I, yeah, I got no Wi Fi. Oh, wait, four um, hours? Yeah, I mean, that's got to yeah. be. I mean, how long is that going to take? He's going to like Uber a chopper. He's yeah, like, it's hey. cold. <laughs> it's not like there's like a slide down on the other. Like, there should be <laughs> like an easier way. Like, they go, then you get on this side, yeah. then we just shoot you yeah. down. Yeah. And there's, isn't there like dead bodies like there? All too? over. Yeah. Yeah. They really? actually use some of the dead bodies as landmarks. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Oh, really? Yeah. Because they're perfectly preserved up there because it's so cold. So it's like, it's literally a guy. Just a guy who died in the 70s yeah. or 80s, and the body's oh, still wow. there. And they yeah. know, like, when you get... There's some guy, I think it's like, they call him, like, Green Jacket Guy. Yeah. Wow. Because he's just been dead the up masters? there. And they just know that's one of the, <laughs> the landmarks for, wow. for where you are. What a weird marker. And you just walk by him. Yeah. 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 You can't get them down. Hmm. Can't, that's, yeah. That's not very good motivation. Can you just hook him to that line and just let him slide? <laughs> just throw it. Yeah, I mean, why don't you just, just, just throw it? Just throw Push it, it like a clothesline. Yeah. I mean, uh, you don't have to hook him to the line. What if you just toss him off? Toss him off. I'm yeah. sure that's where he wants to be, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's I how he wanted to go that. out. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you mean, I hope, I hope his children aren't into climbing <laughs> Mount Everest. <laughs> Imagine, you know, like that's, he, he wants to go, I want to climb Mount Everest. Why can't you do it? You've climbed so many mountains. My dad has d- died up there. Yeah, he's marked. And they go, 10. well, that's yeah. like nice. You go, no, 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 no. It's a little. It's worse than you think. His, it's literally his body. Yeah, his jacket. I just can't. On it. I can't. Yeah. Why would you? You know, to... trash is another big problem up there because it, you get to a certain point where it, it, you can't, you yeah. can't cart this stuff down. You're going to risk yeah. your life. So there's just. Yeah, that's, piles and piles of trash so up there, becoming, and dead bodies, and wow. it's kind of a nightmare. Because I've thought about that too, you know, climbing it, but that's it's less and less appealing as we look at this. It's a yeah, it's a <laughs> dead lot. guys and trash. Yeah, just do like Mount Rainier. Lines. Just do one that's like you could walk up tennis shoes. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something that's like you know people yeah. know the name of it. Uh, James Mifflin 
like Dunder Mifflin. Mm. The smallest country by population is Vatican City. In 2019, it had 825 people. Yeah, I was way off when I said Greenland was the smallest. It's not even, mm. I don't know where I got that, but Vatican City is much smaller. And it's its own country just because they, they, they're special. The Pope's at. Yeah. Like, yeah. People born there, like, are, is it like only the people that work at Vatican City are like the. I don't know if just straight up like families live yeah. there in yeah. houses. I don't think it's so. There's like a kid that's like, I'm from Vatican City, and then he's like, and it's just doesn't the Pope, do good in right? school, and like, you know. Like I mean, they they have to show a passport to get like you know. Are you? I don't think so. I think you, it's 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 mean. It's for all intents no, and purposes. It's oh yeah, part yeah. of Italy. I've right? been there as well. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And then it's part. It's Italy, but yeah, but it's so they make their own laws. They make their own. Well, they have their own zip code. <laughs> yeah, they have their own taxes. Yeah, it's kind of like Disneyland and stuff or something. <laughs> Pope's the king. Pope's the yeah. king of Vatican City. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. I think technically he's yeah. he's like the he's government. Got, he's got to run everything though. Like yeah, seems, but it's small. It's only yeah. a few, few hundred yards. You know, so they go to him and like you know the roads are getting bad. There's a CVS uh, there too. Did you know that? Is there? Really? No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> is there a queen? <laughs> a Dairy Queen? Uh, huh? yeah, no women. <laughs> um, Alan Cochran. Hello, folks. I didn't go to Notre Dame, but I believe Aaron's logic on counting rings in the tree is a bit off. If you cut a cross-section of the tree, then counted the rings, you wouldn't double them, being that each ring goes all the way around doubling the number of rings, would give you double the actual age. Sincerely, an Armachui, <laughs> Armachui high school graduate. Yeah. Where's Armachui? I don't know. I don't know. Oh. But that's a great point, Alan. It's a great point. If you, you double it and then divide by two, and then that'll get <laughs> Then that'll give you the answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you just count the rings. You just count the rings. I forgot how rings and, worked yeah, when yeah. I said that. And it's, yeah, it's like eight. This one's eight years old. Uh, why don't we even know how old all these trees are? I guess it's just nice to know some. We were talking about a tree that's the oldest tree. Yeah, that's what we were talking about last week, Methuselah. And like, how do we yeah. even know? Well, maybe you cut a little chunk off of it off and then double that, but you wouldn't have to double it. Yeah. But I mean, you'd have to cut it all the way to the middle. I think the next person comments on how they okay. do it. Oh. Uh, Cat Cook. When my dad was a Boy Scout, Boy Scout a park ranger showed us... Uh, Back it up. Basic words. <laughs> when my dad was a Boy Scout, a park ranger showed his troop how the how they measure trees. They drill a little hole into the side of the tree, and it pulls out a round silver sliver sliver of wood. From there, you can count the rings. There okay, you go. that makes sense. They drill a little hole mm-hmm. saw the tree. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. You don't have to double it. And you don't ever ask... But would it and and does the tree get more rings? I think every year it adds one. Oh, it adds a ring, so mm-hmm. it just grows and gets. So eventually, is it like real big and fat, or does is there? Do they always stop growing? I and mean, if you didn't cut down a tree, are they going to get like? If you have this tree, a tree in your backyard. No, I think they stop. Well, that's a good question. Does it have, have to be? Cer- does it have to be certain rings before you can cut it? Is that how, like a, a tree law or something? Yeah. Maybe the rings get very, very, very thin. Yeah, they're they're yeah. marginally, it's marginally bigger every year. I know, yeah. but so in 
a tree in your backyard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you don't ever do anything in a thousand years, is that tree going to cover my whole yard? Mm, no. No. no, I think it would might. die before that. Yeah. But if it, oh, how but, long do they, how long do trees live? Well, Methuselah was, that tree was 4,000, almost 5,000 years old. Yeah. But that was, that was remarkable, right? It wasn't like, there's a bunch of trees that old. So what do you say? My trees, how do you know my trees not? I mean, we'll see what happens, dude. Yeah, maybe they'll get. Better. How long is a tree? I think that's yeah. a good question because yeah. trees a... stop growing, but I guess they keep going a little bit out. I don't like you talking about my trees like that. <laughs> what about those giant trees like red forests and stuff? Those things are around forever, right? Yeah, yeah. It's trees like... can live anywhere from less than a hundred years to more than a few thousand years. So. I mean, and they do eventually die. Is that the? Th- or... I guess they eventually die. I mean, thousands pretty good. <laughs> a thousands good, and then uh, all know... trees do eventually die. Oh wow! Okay, it's still not the rings. I mean, like, I was but just thinking, to his is, his question was: Do they keep growing while they're alive? Because it's the rings would be, you know, does it the rings stop, and then you're like, how do you know then? Like, do you does it get a new ring every year, and then it just can only get so big, and you know, that kind of stuff. It's a great question. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, do trees grow until they die? Just click. Ask the people also ask. That's right. right. I always head to that. They do and they don't. That's what it says. Yeah, what a, what a ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't. It's, they, stop, they stop growing in height, but they continue to grow in width. So the height is more or less fixed. But trees can add width to their trunks to put out new branches and sprout leaves. Yeah. So that's where, so that's where the rings would be growing. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's and such then when a fun. Do they grow until they die? Yeah, they do and they don't. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Kelly Callahan, learning that Breakfast Bates was the waffle maker offender was one of the greatest pieces of information I have ever received. I had to immediately go back and watch that section of Nate's special so I could hear it again, knowing it was Brian, and pictured his worried face once he realized what he had done. Yeah. I bet, I, yeah, you know, it's funny. I, I probably would have, yeah, I guess we could have, like, played it out. I hope we played it big enough. I never thought about, you know, I knew it was you. So, yeah, it's a big deal, though. Big reveal. Big reveal. And that's what we did. We got it. Uh, We would all say that an electric bike is too expensive, right? That's what everybody's going to say. Finally, there's an e-bike made for everyone, electric e-bikes, and they just start at uh, $799, $800. They are the fastest-growing e-bike company in the U.S. Uh, We have one. It is awesome. And it was very easy to do and set up. I was, I liked it more than I thought. Yeah. And it's super, super fun. It's, it's like awesome. riding a motorcycle. Oh, dude. Is it pretty fast? And yeah, it yeah. goes like, yeah. this one gets like 20, 22 miles an hour. Like, that is fast. And, uh, you know, like in neighborhoods or riding around, like it's just very, very fun. Yeah. I mean, it was, honestly, when we, they sent it to us, it was like, uh, we're like, all right. And then you're like, I don't, where am I going to do this? And then. Just to ride around the neighborhood, dude. It's like the most fun. Does uh, that pedals as well? It has pedals yeah. as well as well. So if you get stuck out, my dad drove it. Like everybody drove it. Uh, I mean, truly, I mean, loved it. And uh, charge. It's just like you just pop onto it. Uh, you can cover up to forty-five miles at up to twenty-eight miles per hour on wow. just a four to six-hour charge. I mean, that's like yeah. You just if it's a nice day and you're like, well, I'm gonna go 
I want to go, you know, I mean, you, you know, you, and but you have pedals to bike if you want to do a right, exercise, right. but you don't want to get stuck out. Yeah. And then you're like, that's enough, yep. you know. <laughs> and then maybe you should go out and be in the wild. You know, there's got yeah, all these yeah, green gateway. What's Is that the greenway or something? That is. That's the Donaldson Gateway Project when you enter Donaldson. Yeah, yeah. Donaldson. yeah. There you go. Uh, it's like you can go right on those bike paths, just be cruising around, just get some air. I mean, it's it, it really, I truly, uh, it's way more eco friendly than a car. Uh, a, a great way to explore the great outdoors of the city. I mean, forty five miles, I could drive to Nashville and back. Yeah, yeah, get on the highway. Uh, <laughs> join the affordable e-bike revolution go to electricebikes.com and use code nate to get a free foldable mountain bike lock with any bike purchase that's a free bike lock when you use code nate at l-e-c-t-r-i-c-e-b-i-k-e-s.com electricbikes.com uh also shout out to all four if you've been listening to the show, you've probably heard me talk about our Helix mattress. Everybody loves it. Uh, Helix left the bedroom and started making sofas. That We have a great one uh, in uh, Laura's office that uh, I sit in all the time. It's, uh, we, it's, we chose the armchair with the sand fabric with the natural wood legs. Uh, it's super comfortable. All form sofas are also delivered directly to your home with fast, free shipping. Sofas can take months, weeks, or months to arrive. And you need someone to put it together. All form takes just three to seven days to arrive, and you can assemble it yourself. No tools needed. They have uh, the you know the fabric is spill, stain, scratch resistant, all the stuff. The color of the legs, sofa size. It's just a great way to fit. You know you can fit it anywhere because you can customize it. If getting a sofa without trying it sounds a little too risky, well you get 100 days to decide if you want to keep it, and that's a good. It's a, you get a good go at it. Yeah. More than three months. If you do not love it, they will pick it up for free and give you a full refund. They even offer a forever warranty. Warranty. Literally forever. Uh, to find your perfect sofa or chair, check out allform.com slash Nate. And Allform is offering 20% off all orders for our listeners at allform.com slash Nate. A-L-L-F-O-R-M dot com slash Nate for your new favorite sofa. That is 20% off all orders at allform.com slash Nate. Uh, we've all started taking athletic greens. None of us eat very well. Nate's doing better, right? You're on the road. I'm crushing it now, dude. I was impressed with that, actually. <laughs> is His he? eating was, yeah, it was really impressive. I'm eating on my calorie yeah. thing. Calorie oh. Athletic greens, though, are great because it's like you get all that, uh, the vitamins, you get it just, mm-hmm. you just do the drink. Yep. Uh, I get it in here. Laura makes the drink. My barber could help me with my athletic greens. And uh, I, I just love how easy it is. It's really you just pound it, and then you're, you feel like a new man. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I get up every morning. I make uh, Eleanor's formula, put two scoops in of baby formula and some water. Then I take my athletic greens, put me in one scoop, yeah. mix them both up. We both have our – Eat together. Eat together, and it's great. Very easy. And then easy. you give your dog uh, Prozac. Yeah. That's in the, is that in the ro- rotation? Mm-hmm. Yep, it yeah. is. I didn't want to bring that up, but yep. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. That is true. The travel packs are great for when any of us are on the road. You can easily pour it into a bottle of water. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and help your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially with cold and flu season. Uh, we've got a friend. We just talked about it. A friend of ours has flu. It's flu season. So it's just calling it now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. 
That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Green is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Nate. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash Nate to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. The whole podcast crew loves their Viore clothing. Laura got the performance jogger with the halo hoodie. Nate got the performance I've joggers got this, wearing some this now. Is, I'm wearing this now. This is Vioria, uh, Viore, and uh, I got this and some shorts that match this, and it's like a jogging. But mm-hmm. I mean, I wore it on the plane today. I'm a giant fan, dude. Like this is, uh, it's I don't know, it's just perfect. It's like your your own world. It's great travel wear. It can be worn for just about any activity, like running, training, yoga, or sitting on a plane. But also great for lounging and stuff like that. It's also so comfortable. You will want to wear it all the time. Their website's very easy to order from. It's not cluttered or busy. It means business. Hop on there, get some good clothes. Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. Get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at vioreclothing.com slash Nate. Pay attention. This word's difficult to spell. Viore clothing, V-U-O-R-I, clothing.com slash Nate. Not only will you get 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns, but you won't want to return it. Go to vioreclothing.com slash Nate and discover the versatility of Viore clothing. And finally, take it from me, guys. You want to avoid these subscription plans. You need you need to get on top of it. You got to use Truebill. It is your secret weapon to save you money on subscriptions. It's a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions that you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. It's very easy. You hop on there. You link up all your accounts. It yeah. scans through them. It finds when your payments are coming up. It says, you still using ESPN Plus? You haven't logged on there and months and I go, go ahead and cancel that for me, True Bill. And they do it. In fact, people save up to $720 a year with True Bill just by keeping an eye on these subscription plans. And you get a concierge. That's an, e- that's an e-bike. Oh, dude, you can use that and buy, <laughs> buy, an, e-bike. buy an e-bike there. Absolutely. Um, they have over 2 million people. They've saved people over $100 million on these subscriptions. It's so easy and quick. Just log on there and uh, and link up your accounts and take a look at uh, what you're doing. It's easy to overlook stuff, as I found out. So if a kid approaches you on yeah. the street, you sign up for something, then go to Truebill. And Truebill will say, why are yeah. you paying this? Yeah, this company yeah. every I month. Gotta, I got to yeah. use that. I have like BritBox or something. Yeah, oh, yeah. go to Truebill, have... <laughs> knock it all out, yeah. and it, your life will be way better. Don't fall for subscription scans. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash Nate. Go right now. Truebill.com slash Nate. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash Nate. All right. Your mom was the original Truebill. Yeah. My mom does great. She'll get you out of everything. Yeah. She's my Truebill. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I would go. They you just cancel it on the app. And do it all through the app, That's and it, and if they can't do it automatically, they will call on your behalf. No way, because you give them the information, they'll call on your behalf. Oh, it's it's wow. pretty awesome. It is like great. having a Nate's mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> to yeah, do yeah. stuff yeah, for yeah. you. That's cool. You want to hear a crazy story? Yeah. Happened this weekend. So we have a buddy of ours, Steve Byrne, stand-up yeah. comedian who lives yeah. here in Nashville. Yeah. Good friend. He was on the road in Fort Wayne, Indiana. With, with Joe Gatto, they went to an antique store, and he texted me a picture 
of this from the antique store. It's a baseball glove with the name Aaron Weber on it, Are you written serious? with a Sharpie. <laughs> and he sends it to me as a joke, and he says, did you leave behind a baseball glove in Fort Wayne, Indiana? And I said, no. So I took that picture. I sent it to my parents just to let them know, hey, isn't this funny? My mom goes, that's my handwriting. She used oh, to write our wow. names on all the gloves with a Sharpie like that. So that's yeah. my mom wrote my name on the Sharpie. And my dad goes, that's 100% your glove. No way. So oh, we don't know what reason. happened, but my childhood baseball glove ended up in an antique store in Fort Wayne, Indiana, which we've never lived there. Yeah. And Steve Byrne happened to be in that store and saw it. Did he buy it? When I told him about this, he had already left, and he yeah. tried to go back the next day, and they were closed. But oh, we're, we got to find a way to go to yeah. go get I'm, it. I I'm in Indiana too- in June. I'll ch- I'll get it for you. Are oh, you in Fort Wayne? Yeah, close. Oh, oh dude. Yeah. Hopefully nobody yeah. that glove nobody <laughs> buys it. <laughs> you got to call them and say, "I want that." I bet there's a yeah. folk yeah. that lives there to go get it for you. There yeah. might be. Yeah. Yeah. If someone's there. Is someone what what is the name of this place? I need to find that out too. Um, so your glove is a good way to find all the information. Yeah. I mean, it may not be uh, that. it's a pretty hot I commodity. Mean, you you know? literally know everything. <laughs> you found a glove from when you were a kid in a different city. Well, what's the name? So people maybe go grab it. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't really did look your parents it up. did they have like yard sales and stuff? We the, here's the best guess my mom could come up with is that when they the last time they moved. They had a box somewhere that just accidentally got left behind. And then this got donated to Goodwill or something mm. like that. And it just made its way to, we've never been to Fort Wayne. We've never lived there. Somehow made its way up there to an antique store. Do you have any memories with this glove? Uh, okay. Absolutely. Yeah. I yeah. remember this glove specifically. Oh, wow. Now that, now that I was like, oh, I did have a mag. MAG on it. I just thought it was the craziest coincidence. You're wearing it and you're asking, like, hey, why do we have to wear cotton on these summer days? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Was it Seinfeld where they? Oh, the baseball uniforms. Yeah, is it too hot? Yeah, polyester. No, polyester is too hot. Yeah, and they switched to cotton. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, polyester. Sorry. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, well, if you get the name of it, maybe in a couple weeks you can let the audience know. Yeah, I'll grab it for you. Wayne, an antique store in Fort Wayne. Yeah, yeah if it's an antique store, they probably like, wow, is this some ancient glove? Yeah. I mean, why else would it? Yeah, you got to be careful how much you want it because then they'll like jack the price up. No, they <laughs> might. I would pay. You know, I wouldn't have even paid. Like if somebody showed it to me, I don't know. The, just this this whole story was so crazy. Oh, yeah. like, do you want the I'll, glove back or do you want it to? I'd like it to round off the story. Yeah. Like the yeah. fact that Steve was there and found it. We had just exchanged numbers. It was like a yeah. crazy coincidence yeah. that he was there and saw this. Yeah. It'd be fun to have it on the table and talk about it. Yeah. I would have yeah. loved it. It would be. Yeah. Yeah, if you get it, it, we out. can put it yeah. up. We'll, yeah. we'll put it up here. Yeah, we yeah. got to. Yeah. Yeah, I'll I make like it that. happen. I will. I will find it, yeah. and yeah. we'll end the story in a good way. Yeah, and I believe you with Planet Fitness and that other thing. Uh, <laughs> you're if, you, if you're anything, you're a guy that follows through. And what up with a monthly membership yeah. to this antique store? <laughs> Working there, <laughs> mom and pop. Yeah, you won't go buy it. They go uh, ten dollars. I'll give you five. They go no, and you go. I'm walking. <laughs> It's not worth it. <laughs> Drive back home. Yeah. That's a crazy story. Yeah. yeah that and that Steve Byrne is an antiquer. That's I didn't know that. Oh, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're on the road, you just like, let's just walk around this yeah. place for mm-hmm. a, you know, a yeah. couple minutes. I mean, that's why you do it. That's un- the odds of that are crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's insane. Crazy. Big time. Uh all right. So this week, uh, we were talking about AI. 
Alan Iverson. And <laughs> whole episode just on Alan Iverson. Yeah. Practice. Artificial intelligence. What do you guys know about AI? We got it in our pockets. Uh, your phone is considered AI? Absolutely. Yeah. You talk to her all the time. Yeah. Yeah. There's some things that I just thought was a cool computer program that's considered AI. Like what? Um, Organ trail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, like um, when they talk about how computers will someday be smarter than humans, yeah. I think about, all right, a calculator has always been able to add up something instantly. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It is smarter than humans. Yeah, that one on Jeopardy. Yeah. Beat the, all those people. Yeah, but but that's a specific case, which we'll get into. But are you saying calculators are smarter? Or Well, I mean, why are they not be smarter? Just because they can't do it on their own? Computers? Yeah. Yes, and they don't have um, logic or reasoning or a conscious yet. It's still someone programming to do certain things. Yet. They're Does, trying to give it a conscience. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's what they think it's going towards. Well, isn't that what hurts yeah. us sometimes, the emotions and like overthinking? Whereas yeah. I feel like the computer gets right to it. Like yeah. We second guess ourselves. Sometimes, we, you know. So flying cars, for example, that's about to be a thing. And Is it? In New York City, they're starting well, in 2024. It's, they're called eVTOLs, electric vehicle takeoff land. They look more like helicopters. Yeah, pe- yeah. People can't drive on the streets. Like, yeah. But they'll, they'll have pilots, but yeah. there are also going to be some pilot less because they said a computer won't make errors like a pilot would. So it'll be just self-driving. So it's just like a big drone that you can get in. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. yeah. And then so you're going to get in it and then you're... I mean, but how... What are the... It takes you around the city to where you want to go. You got to land on another landing pad on top of another building. Yeah. Oh, so you fly above the city. I yeah. mean, I mean uh, that is, I mean, kind of cool. But yeah. I mean, I'm terrified even thinking about it. Yeah. it. yeah. So it's helicopters. Yeah. That's terrifying. Uh, yeah. You're gonna I, see some of them yeah. go down. I just take the subway. I'm good. And then you got to hope that it really works out to the spot that, you, like, this is gonna be very convenient for like a couple people. They're like, it's the best. Yeah. And yeah. everybody else is like, I don't know. You gotta, you know, take the subway all the way down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you even have to get to the land. I mean, the takeoff place. So they send a car to pick you up mm-hmm. just to get to that. So then you're like, well, if you're already stuck in traffic, why would I want to get in their car? Yeah. But I guess if you were trying to get from one side of the city to the other, and the landing pad's half a block away, maybe that's what I mean. Yeah. That's why you would you would it would need to be like you need to live next to a landing pad, yeah. and then you, where you're going needs to be yeah. Like if you have work. You know, mm-hmm. and someone could move to go do that, and they're like, it takes them five minutes. But I mean, well, it's kind of like Nashville. We have we have a train system, the Music mm-hmm. City Star. There you go. <laughs> it's one train. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta live right next to it for it to yeah. be worth it. Basically, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it goes downtown. Yeah, I know a lot. Of, it's, people take it. Yeah, they do. Yeah. I mean, but yeah. you have to drive to it unless yeah. you know yeah. it's not like you're gonna walk to it. But it goes from sure. Lebanon to Mount Juliet. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah, but, I mean, the other day I was on the sidewalk and uh, saw one of those Amazon robot things that has the packages in it. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's just like going down Hollywood Boulevard, just going, or actually it was on Sunset, and it's just going down. And then I just started thinking to myself, somebody's just going to attack that thing and yeah. just try to oh, get yeah. whatever's inside of it. I mean, it didn't yeah. happen, but it's like I don't. How do they prevent that? You know what I mean? But it's hey, like, but it's a thing now. It's yeah. like they just it that looks because that thing remembers you forever. Then you don't, you know, you think you're. 20 years later, and <laughs> these robots are crazier, and it just shows up at your house. It's right? like the Terminator. And you're just like, like, you yeah. remember me? Yeah. That's and how it started. Like, yeah. yeah. Somebody attacked the Amazon thing. Never seen the Terminator. Oh, that's right. That's the been trying to. Uh, I've been trying to download it. Or, like, I've been trying to. <laughs> it's... Huh? What? 
It's just like a long, it's a journey yeah. for you just to download it. It's the, f- uh, the first one is amazing. Yeah, I maybe love I can it. start it. Start it tonight. Well, I got to watch that other thing. <laughs> well, it's definitely when AI yeah. goes wrong. Yeah, that's yeah. what the whole movie is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's uh, yeah, I need to watch that. And what I, I just downloaded, Last Action Hero. Okay, well, you could just do a whole Arnold thing. Yeah. yeah, maybe I'll jump into Arnold a little bit. Yeah, I would do uh, Terminator One and Two, and then the last one that came out. That's okay. I would skip everything in between. Oh, yeah. there's a bunch in between. There's like th- I think there's there's three. There's number three. Is he then, in all of them? Uh-uh. No. Yeah. Yeah, he's in all of them. I think. I think I he's think in he's, one, two, and three. I don't think he's in the one with the woman where she's the Terminator. No, he's not in that one. I don't oh, think so. Okay, he just ruined it. Terminator three, then we got Terminator Salvation, then we got Terminator Genesis. Well, Salvation, he's not in. Is he in the third one? Terminator okay. Dark Fate. All right. I think he is in the third All one. Right. Is he not? Six of them. He might be. Could be yeah. one. All right. But I would agree. One and, one and two are the best. One and two. And then the last one was really good. I enjoyed the last one. I thought it was like he's in that one. He it's like a you know, where he comes back. But of. I could keep going if I'm just like, I'll just see what's up. But the salvation is like the beginning of it. So yeah. that would be like the first one of the story. Yeah. And then you could just, you know. But the premise, Oh, if I do the like salvation is like the you know, like Star Wars, like the first yeah. like the prequel or whatever. Oh, how, oh, so you could go to be like, I. it's like... Uh, it's got Christian Bale. And it's, so what if you were like, I want to watch, is there a different order to watch it? Like the way you do Star Wars? Is it like, yeah. don't watch Well, it? if you want to do the story in yeah. order, you would do Salvation first. Okay. Yeah. And then, then I go to... And then you would go to one and then two. Okay. All right. Maybe, Maybe I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> But it's about the machine uprising. Yeah. Where they become more smarter, more powerful than us and take yeah. over the world. Yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of movies like that, but people are really concerned that's going to happen. Elon Musk, who just bought Twitter. Mm. Uh, uh, Stephen Hawking was up, was concerned about that. Um, Bill Gates, all those people are really concerned that if we don't be careful, we'll program these computers. They'll eventually get... Smarter than us, and then well, if we're not careful. Well, how would Bill Gates have any say in that when he's part of it? Like he created yeah. part of the problem. Yeah, it's funny that all the people like, warning yeah. it are people actively yeah, people, developing yeah. this technology. <laughs> we could just all agree to stop. Yeah, you know, could technology's guys doing enough for us? Let's not build something that's going to kill us. And I feel like I wonder if it's they look at it as like uh, like cancer and surgery and doctors, right? And, and right. like that kind of it was stuff where it can really save lives. Mm-hmm. But you might say, all right, why would a why would a robot or a computer want to kill us? So you program it to cure cancer. Mm-hmm. We've been putting millions of dollars into cancer research for years, had no luck. You go do it. <laughs> millions. I mean, technically billions, billions, yeah, billions of dollars in the cancer, and there's thousands still, of dollars. I'm, yeah, <laughs> and there's just nowhere. Yeah. That I, was the beginning of the podcast. I know. Was the argument <laughs> that was one of his first rants. Where's, yeah, where's the, where's the money going? How's yeah. it all like nothing? Yeah, I think it makes the most sense in the military. You know, I mean, drones are technically that's what that is. Right, but to finish my you thought, know. so you t- yeah. program this computer. Go cure cancer. And then it decides, well, the way to cure it is to, to kill all the humans. No humans, no cancer. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't have empathy or ethics. It just yeah. knows it's got a job, and its job is to rid cancer. So it just wipes all of us out. But what if it was it, it was just one machine trying to figure it out, and then we just don't let it, we keep it in a room locked up like a prison? Well, they'll all be talking to each other. But he's just in there alone. Why does he need to talk to another robot? <laughs> well, I guess I just assume they're all going to be linked to the internet. And oh, like the and the, some guy walks by with a phone, and then 
Your phone strangles you at night. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. I mean, 2001 A Space Odyssey, that came out in 1968. And even then, they were like, that's about a, ro- a computer on the ship. that Siri. It's the first Siri. Yeah. yeah. It's called yeah. HAL. Yeah. And they had a mission. And then these astronauts are like, I disagree with HAL's mission. I don't think he's right. He reads their lips that they're trying to overthrow him. And then he kills them. Never seen that even. Yeah. Is it good? It's it's a slow burn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a long movie. Yeah. yeah. I don't know so, if you would it's not a Nate movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I need to go down more Terminator Terminator route. Terminator yeah. One. It's a lot of yeah. shootouts in yeah. Terminator. Yeah. One. That's the only yeah. one you're really gonna like, I think. Yeah. The yeah, first yeah. one. Yeah. 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 I don't know if I want to go through the whole journey. Yeah, just do the first one. Uh, <laughs> oh, I thought he would like the second one better. Yeah. I think the second one's a better movie, but I think action I don't know. Yeah. So I can just go first and second and be done. Yeah. One and yeah. two is probably the good way to go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So there's, a, I think we talked about this on the future episode. It's called the singularity, which is the point in our history where computers are smarter than humans and they're calling the shots. Mm-hmm. And once they get to that level, then they can, it'll, uh, it'll be a, an explosion of improvement because they can fix themselves. And then that yeah. improved one can fix itself and fix it and faster, faster, mm. faster to the point where we can't keep up. Yeah. And then they're just running everything. So yeah. how far away are we from that, do you think? The six years futuristic Google said like 2040 or 2045, something like that. What but is futuristic Google? A like, guy who's got a different internet, <laughs> just a Google that, yeah, a futurist. Future? His job yeah. is a futurist. Oh, a futurist at Google. Yeah, I thought oh, you said okay. a futuristic Google. Yeah, I thought you went into the future you guys don't and know Googled about this. Futuristic yeah. Google, and I'm the old guy here. Yeah, Come on, yeah. yeah. I still think we always have the upper hand of any computer because we can unplug it, we can destroy it like i think we'll yeah. always have the upper hand like you know because it needs self- us more than you know yeah like, but i guess they could self-charge it yeah they could figure like out a way could, they could figure out a way i don't know i trust our weaponry i think we could i, I think- know but they are the weapons we're using like that yeah so if they just turned on us you know yeah but we have to program it so oh, you're saying you could just start programming it so, yeah if it yeah. programmed and we had it and so that's it the just, war the yeah. war would be that's it terminator just turns on us yeah and that's, that's yeah that's the story of terminator that's the exact story like, i don't say it could be true i'm like you're telling me to yeah. watch this movie <laughs> but i think we won i think at some yeah. point oh, yeah. at Face- some point facebook and we still have arnold schwarzenegger so we do. We- <laughs> yeah we we actually made him good i don't want to destroy the whole thing facebook was working with chatbots which you guys mm-hmm. know we have you ever done chatbot? No. You go online, ask a question, and oh. it acts like it's a person replying. Yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. Yeah. But they were trying to make it more personable. So they had two chatbots chat with each other to try to figure stuff out with each other. They yeah. quickly came up with their own language just that they knew. Wow. And Facebook had to stop the program. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, it's creepy. They were doing shorthand just because it made it faster for them. And then Facebook stopped it and said, no, for the purpose of this, you got to use English. You can't be doing yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. No. Total them like that. Yeah. And they said, okay. Wow. <laughs> Come on, guys. They use go, English. one, one, two. There you go. <laughs> That's the last one. I do like okay. robots, though. I mean, the idea of just having a robot. Remember, like, it was Rocky f- yeah. Four or something? Yeah. yeah. He had a robot. And he was, like, mm. teaching it how to, like, but talk. he was nice. Yeah. It's a nice yeah. robot. But, you know, we interact with, with AI all the time yep. now. All the time, Siri or whatever, or, um, you know, you call a phone number and it's an automated mm-hmm. voice messaging system, something like that. I think what's going to be really scary is when you can no longer tell that these things are are AI when they are. Yeah. And that's I think it's called the Turing test. When you pass the Turing test, that you can no longer differentiate AI 
from real people. Oh, really? That's when it's going to get scary. When you can talk and you don't even know that you're talking to a robot because they're so similar. And that's so close. I think, I don't know if it's been officially achieved in, in some capacity, but we're so close from there. Oh, it's yeah. it's one terrifying. Humanoid Sophia, and she, mm-hmm. she has citizenship in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> That's how sophisticated she is. Yeah, she was on Jimmy Fallon. And, oh yeah, and as a guest. Well, credits. I, yeah. I can't get on it, but yeah. Sophia is killing it on there. Well. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, every time an attractive girl wants to add me on Facebook, I'm like, you're a robot. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? like, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It's just every yeah. time I'm like, you're not yeah. real. Can you pull up Sophia? Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's obvious a robot, but she has fe- facial features and stuff like that that she can do. That uh, uh, well, it was wow. on Jimmy Kimmel. She looks beautiful. No, oh, it's uh... just just Sophia robot. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh, I do. I do okay. remember yeah. seeing this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's like that movie that we yeah. were talking about, Ex Mahina. Right. Machina. Machina. God, we yeah, say it wrong. Yeah, yeah. Is it not Machina? <laughs> I thought it was Machina. It's Machina. It's, I thought it was Machina. You know, they never say those words in the movie. They don't. So it's I think it's just up to your interpretation. I think it's right. Machina. That's what I thought. Ex Machina. Right. Deus Ex Machina. Machina. Whatever you want to call it. But it's just like this. Like, it's literally. Right. Yeah, so that's her. Right. So you can still, you talk to that, you'd still know that that's a robot, right? So it's not yeah. quite there yet. But it's gonna be terrifying. But eventually, like you're gonna go. She's like you're saying, like, like they they come and welcome to the office, and mm-hmm. you follow this girl, and you don't know. That. You have no idea it's a yeah. robot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a robot expert that says by 2050, marrying a robot will be legal. Marrying a robot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They don't have their own rights and everything. There's a guy in China. He's already done it. <laughs> oh yeah. So he like programmed it to like. Did you get yeah. that I sent you? No, you just sent me the link. What is it? Oh, I'm pretty sure I did. All right, I'll look uh, at it. But anyway, he, he was 31 years old, hadn't found a wife yet. In China, there's a lot more men than women. Yeah. He's getting frustrated. His parents were on his case, so he built a robot. He married her. Oh, wow. She can't talk yet. He likes that. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, he's trained her to do chores around the house. <laughs> oh, wow. Not a So fit. we're just going to go back to the original woman. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes full circle. It all comes full circle. <laughs> if you're listening, that, that yeah. was Nate. <laughs> they got 1950s. Yeah, the yeah. back to like a, yeah. The future is you going back vote, to the 50s. And you're like, all right, so we're just trying to build the for the woman that we had a long time ago. You're like, yeah, yeah, they're getting a little, <laughs> a little smarter than us. So. <laughs> oh, so here's wow. the Chinese man that married yeah. the robot. He built himself. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a way to do it. She looks if I little, knew about that, looks a little young for him. 48. I think. Yeah, could have saved me some trouble. <laughs> That's like uh, now I keep into- getting older. They say <laughs> the same <laughs> age. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. That's gonna be that's gonna be the sl- slogan for robot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a chat bot um, on uh, Twitter that they tried to test by just seeing if he could interact with different people on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And it quickly started saying so many re- racist and sexist tweets yeah. that they had to stop it and shut it down. Yeah. Because it was just infuriating people. Yeah. They got canceled. Well, they the, got canceled really quick. Well, the best part is there's other guys. Like yeah. the guy in the second row like that. I would imagine if you're if you're if you're marrying a robot, you're in love with yourself. <laughs> like you're just you're just right, completely right, in love right. with yourself because you you're talking no, I don't, to something. That's not I don't know that guy, but uh yeah. but yeah. Yeah, but you're you're talking to something that is you and that like learns how to talk to you specifically. And so you're like, 
you wouldn't even know how to have interactions with people because you would be you're like i love myself so much it's so self-entitled it's the ultimate act of selfishness i'm yeah. gonna marry something that i could just unplug or yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i don't actually have to be a a real husband to yeah. this thing. Yeah, a woman yelling at you makes you a way to become yeah. a dictator. You're like, well, <laughs> do you want to be a dictator? You go, I would love to, but that's so much work. So <laughs> I will start with building the thing that I want to do exactly what I want them to do every time. You yep. know? Yep. So in 2050, Harper will be in her 30s. Yeah. She comes home with a boyfriend and it's a robot. Dad, I want you to meet Hal. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, she's never going to do that. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not going to – she's not being led down the road where that's going to become a possibility. Like, yeah. you know, you uh, – that's where – you know, I mean, the parenting has to I'm come in, in. I'm encouraging Eleanor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're like, you're, no, you're, you're like, one right now. I would be like, son, yeah, yeah. how far can you throw a football? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Building a son-in-law, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, y'all, yeah, you're going to – I mean, you have a robot at your house taking care of you, so. <laughs> I would like that. Is there yeah. any – I mean, what's a thing now in our life that you would like a robot to do? Uh, I don't I, – I, mean, I like doing stuff. Clean the house? Uh, Dishes or, or do you stuff. like to watch kitchen? Your, huh? You like to watch them do it? Uh, yeah. Taxes. Yeah, I wouldn't. You know, I don't think I'd want to take. You don't want to take. Yeah, like to, yeah, if they could do stuff. Uh, I don't want to take jobs for people though. Like, I mean, mm -hmm. if it's you know, you're. Yeah, I don't even like the self checkout. I think that's. Yeah, I, I use that a lot. Caught, yeah. But it's just so quick. It is quick. So but. I do like that, and then I I understand the quickness, but I I don't. I guess so. I'm I'm using it there. Yeah, you're using. It. I'm sure I would get very used to almost anything that would be like that. But I feel like what what are you going to do for jobs? Like I mean, you could slowly get. I mean, the one thing good about a comedian, even though you've seen like the comedian robot or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I mean, like there's, uh, you know, comedians are kind of your voice in your head, right? Yeah. And so like you hope that like that's still something, you know? Yeah. Maybe a song. Like there's still, you just got to hope that people don't. It's you know. creative stuff. It's going yes. to take a while yeah. for AI to replicate. Yeah. yeah, right. But this is part of what I was talking about with y'all last week. This is what kind of scared me because we were thinking about this. There's this new technology that just rolled out called Dolly. Yeah. Okay. This is from a startup in San Francisco called OpenAI. And this is visual. This is software that creates visuals based on text input. Now, if you would asked me things that I thought AI would yeah. not replace, I would have said art. Yeah, you know, right, right. and yeah, this yeah. is this does this creates art with AI, unbelievably based on a simple text input. Yeah. These are all AI generated images that have never existed before. Yeah, yeah. that this this technology is just creating for us. I think there was a movie. I think it was De Niro or something where it was like they did a fake pop singer, and it was like she was the whole thing was fake. Like she didn't exist as a person, but they, you know, cause it was always on TV. It was like she had videos mm -hmm. and like she had all this music and it wasn't a real person. And yeah. they just like, so you, you could do it with music. But. Right. This is an image of a, that is an AI generated image that does not exist in real yeah, life. But so the real thing with that though, is like, there's a, you know, not perfect is what makes human, what makes it so perfect. To right. You. Mm -hmm. And so there's a point where you everything can become too perfect and you won't and then enjoyment is gone. And so everything's like a transaction, everything's a business, everything's just give me this, I want this. Mm -hmm. Like so there's going to be conveniences that you like, but like that art like I'm not who are you going to show that to? Like you it, it's cool now if you say 
I just typed this in and it printed it and you showed it and you have a story behind it. Mm-hmm. But once that's like, well, everybody does that, well, then why do I care? Like, if you show it to me, oh, you got one of those. I, I agree. Like the I one, agree. You remember the thing that you could, could you have to mix your eyes and you can yeah. see it, you know, like Kramer. Yeah. Had it. <laughs> yes. And then uh, it's like that was like cool because it was like at least like there was a reason to be looking into it. But like. That's why I don't think it would take away art because you're like, if you show me that painting and you're like, that's like seeing like, I got Tiger Woods uh, autograph and it's just, you know, a printed on there. And you're Hmm. like, well, you don't have his autograph. Interesting. You didn't get it from him. Interesting. And no one did that. So there's no story to it. A story to something is what is the thing that AI can't get you. They can get you this stuff now. That's probably worth, that could be worth a ton now because of the story. Because you're like, that's crazy, a robot did it. Mm-hmm. But if that comes the everyday, your story's gone. Well, yeah, well, that's, that's happening. What, yeah, well, that's what well, yeah, NFTs right. are, basically. And, you know, it's just like they're they're making digital art, and then mm-hmm. the story is just whatever, you know, the, the, the artist I itself. Own, yeah, like I, what know. they own, like the picture. And, and like, something to do with crypto, and yeah. the whole thing is kind of connected and whatnot. Yeah, I, I just, it's, it's flashy and fun, and then I think it's going to, like, you... You can't the, the the being in front of people. Like, they talk about like doing experiences. Like, isn't mm-hmm. experiences really big with the I guess Gen X or Millennial was like all about experiences, and so like with this kind of stuff, experiences go away. So if you have no experiences, then we're all just living. You're just asleep yeah. in a bed the whole time. There's no reason to even live. Right. And so it, 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 I could see it getting out of control and stuff like that. But I, you know, you would hope. And now maybe the generation from generation, like they just slowly get like taken over. Then yeah. maybe it's yeah. Well, that's why NFTs are popular because kids aren't going to museums, but yeah. that's, it comes up on your phone. So yeah. you know, it's just. Could it, you tell this thing to paint a picture of your house? And you can tell it to do anything, and it will create a. And it works a, now, but a specific thing like you say, paint Nate Bargatze, and it would yeah. paint. Yeah, you might be able to do public figures like that, but it's not. It's not because we should do that. It's not pooling <laughs> images from 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 stuff. It's uh-huh. creating stuff that's never been created before. Yeah. It's, so it, it it learns things from the internet. It learns what the shapes of things are, what the colors of things are, the styles of different artists or whatever else. But then the image it creates is is totally creative and out of nothing. But you can do that right now. But this technology, they're rolling it out yeah. right now. A bunch of tech influencers have it, yeah. and they're demonstrating it on Instagram and stuff. Yeah. I signed up for the wait list. I can't wait <laughs> yeah. to have this. I think this is the most unbelievable thing ever. Yeah, just that you can create an image of anything. Yeah, it's kind of scary, and they're really worried about people using it for the wrong, yeah, bad yeah. things. I, obviously, I, I think yeah. it's horrible. Because it's like somebody yeah. writing your jokes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's something to yeah. be said about somebody that can paint like that. Talent mm-hmm. is <laughs> talent. And like that, that's like the robot umpires in baseball. It's like, yeah, dude. Part of it is the is that it. What kind of ump you got tonight? The imperfection. Though. And then the imperfection, and that you got to figure it out as an athlete, and that you like that athlete. You figuring out how they're calling something is the talent that I'm paying to go see mm-hmm. versus just straight up like it's either, you know, it, I don't know, it changes the game. Like, I, and I get the idea with umpires that people want everything to be correct. Uh, but, you know, if they, if they got rid of replay and all that stuff, you'd be like, yeah, it is what it is. Like, uh, I, I understand the argument against it. Replay is good. Like, yeah, they, yeah. you know, but 
it's 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 a it's a mix. But if you're not, you're you're still buying people, man. Like uh, you know, what was it, Michael Scott? You don't you don't fire people, you hire people. Yeah. Like I don't know, you know, is that beautiful? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is but it's like that idea that you don't. That's what it's about. Like it can't be this where you just there's no emotion between humans mm-hmm. and our and it might be that I don't. I don't want my daughter to have that. Mm-hmm. I would not put that into her. I love the connection of humans. I love that, you know, it's it's special. It's something that's like your heart. I would imagine that can't that's the, that the heart just goes away. So then you're like, what are you buying? Like you then you can have anything. You have literally anything. You can probably 3D print a Lamborghini. So mm-hmm. you're like, I don't get at your whatever, you know, you don't get the brain. Yeah. That you're like the brain is like the creativity is like that's like what's that's what's cool is like the idea that you're going like oh this person thinks I don't, I don't think like that I love yeah. the way that guy thinks yeah and like I don't and like so you're doing that and this yeah. all feels fake now maybe fifty years from now they've just been slowly brainwashed into uh-huh. like this is all you know and then they can deal with whatever they, you know yeah I was trying to think of an example that we have now that fifty years ago people might have said that's not authentic. I mean, I can't think of anything. All they want is authentic now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Authenticity is sells everywhere. I mean, this podcast does good with authenticity. Like everything, entertainment, people just want to be talked to like a regular person. Yeah. That's like when you see all these interviews with these coaches and like it's all the same thing and everybody's a robot in the sense of saying, I don't buy my, and they have no real, like just talk to us normal, dude. Like what do you, just say what you want us to do and then it's going to be fine and that's going away. And But that, people don't like that. And so it's probably our duty as humans to be like, you know, this stuff's cool to play with and fun with, but you right. teach your kids, like, it, all this stuff doesn't matter. It's like we're here for each other as humans. Mm-hmm. And we might be fighting these dead gum things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I agree. Is that the same program that could write a story? Yeah, this is the same. So the other another iteration of the same software, this is available now, and I have access to it. This is the, the this is open AI playground where you can tell this, you can tell this thing to do anything with text. Yeah. We can tell it to write a description for a TV show. You can tell it to write. You can say like write a description of the well, Nate Land podcast. Write a description for a podcast called Nate Land, starring Nate, Brian, Aaron, and Dustin. I mean, we'll do comedy podcasts. You know, I mean, really, just you misspelled dust. Yeah. Well, it'll it'll. You know, Nate Brown and I are four friends who love to make each other laugh. They're always up for a good time, and their podcast, Nate Land's a reflection of that. Each episode is packed with hilarious stories, jokes, and general tomfoolery. If you're looking for a good laugh, this is the podcast for you. Yeah. That's I, amazing. Yeah. It's incredible, dude. Yeah. I, I played with this for like 10 hours. Yeah. You can tell I take it, it all back. Right, yeah. right, write an academic article about the effect of podcasting on stand-up comedy. Let's just create this. The, I mean, it'll just write wow. the whole article for you, dude. This is That's all cool. AI generated. These these sentences have never existed. So kids can before. use this to write papers. I'm sure oh, that yeah. they are. Yeah. yeah. I would be we'd if I were writing we'd, papers yeah, right we'd now. Have better colleges if this thing was right. Colin is about this. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Yeah. And it's it's uh it's all very scary how quickly it's moving, I think. Yeah. And just how this will be implemented into everything and you won't even realize it. We've probably read all of us have probably read articles that are generated this way. Wow. Just with plug and play 
AI-generated sure. nonsense. Oh, but like it's the, so uh, targeted ads. This yeah, is so. a form of the Turing test where if you read this, you would not. You would think a person wrote this. Oh yeah, you know? that is crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's because it does make you think. Well, what if? Uh, yeah, like if you. Uh, yeah, because the thing the world of stand comedy has changed drastically in recent years, and a big part of that is due to the rise of podcasting. In the past, stand-up comedians would have to rely on things like late-night talk show appearances or comedy specials on TV in order to reach a wide audience. But now with podcasts, they can record their act and reach people all over the world with just a few clips. I mean, that's a true point. This has had a big <laughs> impact on the stand-up comedy scene. I mean, that yeah, no, it's it's you would I would read that use, but oh yeah, that's like someone wrote that on Vulture. But or dude, what have you find out? How long has this been around? This uh, couple years, this technology has been available. It is yeah. true that, like, I wonder if that could be, you're going to be like, well, how many articles have I read? Or if someone's like, yo, dude, I need a, an article on the effect of podcasting on stand-up comedy, and you just do this, you turn it in, and then that's an article, and it's like, yeah. the whole thing's fake. But one thing it does lack is any personal yeah. connection to it. Like, no quotes. For sure. Like, hey, I used to do this, or, yeah. you know, I, I interviewed this guy, or whatever. Can you put with quotes? Yeah, with quotations from or oh, can you put a particular from person? Comedians can you or put from Nate Bargatze. Can you put Nate Bargatze? Yeah. yeah. Well, let me see. I want to see what. Uh, let's, let's let's try this out with quotations from. Yeah. This says it's unbelievable. I'm really impressed. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's unbelievable, honestly. <laughs> with quotations from Nate Bargatze, and here we go. We've submitted it. Nate, Nate Bargatze, Bar a stand-up comedian, has been quoted saying, "Podcasting has had a big effect on stand-up comedy." <laughs> he goes on to say that it, it's given a lot of comics a chance to be heard who wouldn't have otherwise, you've who wouldn't have otherwise, and it's helped connect with fans. You've said Bargatze's not alone in his assessment. The effect of podcasting stand-up comedy. <laughs> Uh, that's crazy, dude. Second podcast, <laughs> second podcast allowed experiment with their material in a way that they may not have been able to do otherwise. I mean, this is like go down. Like, is yeah. that it? Yeah. Uh, you, you can keep this can is keep Bar going. this is because as Bargetsy notes, podcasting has helped connect fans with comics they may not they might not have found otherwise. I don't even know if I've actually said this stuff or if, no, if they're all, making. Yeah, yeah. It's something you that's might crazy, say. Same you would say. Yeah. Yeah, you would say that. I think I we mean, all would. I mean, that's, dude, what if, the, I mean, what if we're reading articles and you're like, y'all are not even writing these no. articles. Yeah. Dude, if I were writing some clickbait website where I needed to churn out 100 of these a day, I'd just throw it through this software. Yeah. Wow. And then the fact that you can just put someone's name in and the comments and their quotes are like, if you asked me, did you say this? And you go, I, I mean, maybe. maybe yeah. dude, I yeah. Like, I talked to... Yeah. You know, I don't know. You've done yeah. it's not like I'm, you're like I did. I remember this one time I said it. You're because uh, it's something we generally say yeah, about right. podcasts, yeah, as comics, yeah. You know, we would. That's wild, dude. That is wild. What is this called? This is called this is Open AI, and they have a. It's called Playground, where you can just play around with this technology. It's free. You hop on here. I spent hours on this making it write stories, and yeah. it's it's pretty amazing, dude. Yeah. And that Dolly, the visual thing, is just the same. It's just another iteration of the same technology yeah. where it'll just create images. And I'm okay. sure ultimately you can make videos from it. Is it where you know? wow. if you do, like if I, if I was writing a book, would it write a book? Like if it was like, if it said uh, write, a, write a book about uh, Nate Bargetti's career, 
Someone asked me to write a book. I'm just trying to see if I can maybe turn it out quick. Maybe I can turn it out tonight. You know? You can watch all those Terminator movies. So we tell it, write a long book about comedian Nate Bargatze's stand-up career. Nate Bargatze's career has been on the rise since it started before and regularly in 2009. Since then, he has released two comedy albums, Yelled At By a Clown and Full-Time Magic. And this wrote a little bio for you, essentially. Oh, yeah, because I was going to say screenplay. What can you do, like a screenplay? All those a down to earth guy with a great sense of humor. His act is sure to appeal. Yeah. To a wide range. So you would just yeah. keep, oh, maximum <laughs> length. So you could do, is Ma- it? Now there's starting to be some, uh, there's some misinformation in yeah. this. This Which is one? what's interesting. Bargetsy is a native of Tennessee. He said that his comedy is influenced by his father, who was a clown. He also said that he's a product of divorce and that his, par- <laughs> and that his parents' divorce had a profound impact on his life and his comedy. Dude, you're just guessing. <laughs> what if? <laughs> just make it stop. I never, I, I, you know what's crazy? I've never said this. My uh, my dad was divorced. Stop. Oh, I wow. Wow. I never talked. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> what if that was like, it's that good? That it's, uh, that How did you know that? You're like, I, so I get uncomfortable. I go, <clears throat> yeah. yeah, that's funny. Huh? Yeah. You're like, God, where, where are they finding that stuff out? We don't even talk. About it. I'm like, dead gummit. Uh, oh, that's crazy. Yeah. It's pretty cool, man. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's, They're making like movies now, though. Where Warner Brothers has this uh, deal with Cinelytic, where they use algorithms to predict a film success based on the film script, and they insert different actors in it, and then they can run an analytics thing to see how well it'll do, and that's how they help determine which actors to put in which movie. So it's just wow. the Rock every time. <laughs> yeah, that's why the Rock's in everything right now. <laughs> Apparently, and then there's another thing called script book that predicts how well a movie will perform based on the screenplay. So this is they try to make this movie in 2019. They announced that the best actor to play this guy called Fighting Jack, about a Vietnam War veteran, was James Dean. Yeah. Who died in 1955 <laughs> in a car wreck. They said they searched high and low for the best actor, and James Dean was the best choice. So he was going to star in this movie. Yeah. And Hollywood got so upset, actors, real actors were like, that's ridiculous. You know, you can't start doing this. So mm-hmm. they finally pulled the plug on it. But they were going to cast James Dean. Oh, they were going to CGI. They could just CGI. CGI. Yeah. Yeah. Deep fakes. Wow. Wow. You can't just get a James Dean type. You know what I mean? See, but that's what I mean. You're you're creating a James Dean that's you're using a real guy. I think that's the the savior of this is you still want like this is cool, but you still want to hear from a person like the person you're going to relate to a person. You're not going to relate to a computer. Yeah, I agree. And so if a computer tries to be relatable, it's like now the article thing that you yeah. just showed, like yeah. I I would be curious to see if, if people are like, are there people that are because it does like people write long articles and you're like, how are you writing these? How do you, how do you just, these out? just pump it on out? Yeah. Like it's like and it's uh, and I, maybe it just figures out what you think. I mean, <laughs> like Grammarly kind of changed my life because I'm not good. At grammar and punctuation and stuff, yeah. and so that's pretty cool. You just, I'll just, that? it's like an app, and you just you just write your stuff out, and you have it on Instagram. You can have it, you know, yeah. on emails. Oh yeah, and it just goes in and corrects all your punctuation. Oh, and wow. then it's like it just saves me from stressing out that I didn't put a yeah. semicolon where I should. You know? Yeah, so that I do use that. I'm yeah, not, yeah, you know, like yeah. that's to me that's like a calculator. 
for mm. people that didn't go to good schools. Right. Well, yeah. you, you can just tell it to just write write the whole thing for you. Yeah. Now I'll just do yeah, that. Yeah. Now, now I don't even have yeah. to do anything. <laughs> There's movies yeah. like that use CGI. Yeah. Well, when Carrie Fisher died, they put yeah. her in sure. Last Star yeah. Wars. There yeah. was a Will Smith movie recently where they CGI'd a younger version of yeah. him. Yeah. Sure. And oh, really? Yeah. And it's, it's him. It was like the. He goes back in time, or so I forgot. He keeps slapping himself, yeah, just yeah, over yeah, and over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the Irishman, they show uh, you know De Niro and those guys, a young De Niro, yeah, yeah. younger man, young Pesci. Yeah, that was all done by. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't mind that. That's that's you know that's that's like science well, fiction. Like this, this know. is Nate as Forrest Gump. Someone on the Nate Land, Chris Cosolino, oh, wow. posted this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Run, Nate, run. I feel like I look like Dustin Johnson. Well, a golfer. Yeah. You wish. That's very funny. Yeah, but <laughs> so that's obviously... I'll be honest, I'd, I'd I kill what? that, yeah. that force come spotty right now. <laughs> <laughs> I already think I have his brain, and I'd kill to have his... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you might as well finish it out. Yeah, and who, oh, that's Kennedy. Is that him? Is Kennedy? Is that what that is? The uh, black and white me, one? No, he's meeting. meeting oh, he's meeting Kennedy. Okay, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's obviously fake. But then, like that Tom Cruise on yeah. TikTok, you couldn't oh, tell I've the difference. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks so real. And yeah. now they're like, that's a national security thing because you can make a world leader <laughs> sure. look like they're declaring war. Yeah, or yeah, that's scary. That's when it gets really scary. Yeah. And but the upside is I, I saw this on uh, sixty minutes as I watch that in CBS Sunday morning. Mm. Um, what did that say at the end of that? <laughs> so I just sorry to interrupt, uh, Brian. I just told, right. I told this yeah. software I said write a long dramatic story about struggling comedian <laughs> Brian Bates who kills his more successful comedian friend Nate Bargatze, and it wrote just an awesome story. Yeah, <laughs> it was the early hours of the morning. The only sound that could be heard was the soft snoring of Brian Bates. <laughs> He had been struggling as a comedian for years, and tonight was yet another disappointing performance. He had killed at the open mic at the local comic club, but when he got on stage, he just couldn't seem to connect with the audience. He was in his own head, and the jokes just weren't landing. So far, this is uh, nonfiction. 100%. As he lay in bed, replaying the night's events over in his head, he heard a knock at the door. He got up to answer, and there was his friend, <laughs> Nate Bargatze, also a comedian. Nate was successful, and Brian was always jealous of him. Hey, man, what are you doing here so late, Brian asked. I was just in the neighborhood. I thought I'd stop by and say hi, Nate replied. The two men sat down and began to talk. Brian told Nate about his disappointing set, and Nate offered some words of encouragement. He told Brian that he was funny and that he just needed to keep at it. But as they talked, Brian's jealousy began to boil over. He looked at Nate, successful and happy, and he just couldn't take it anymore. He snapped, and before he knew that, he was doing before he mm. knew what he was doing, he had killed Nate with a lamp. <laughs> Brian sat in shock for a moment before he realized what he had done. He had killed his friend, and there was no going back now. He would go. He would be going to prison for the rest of his life. But as he sat there, he realized that this was his chance. He could finally be the successful comedian that he has always wanted to be. He would be famous, and he would never have to worry about money again. It was all thanks to Nate Bargatze, the friend who had believed in him, even when no one else did. 
and now he was gone. <laughs> hey, that's amazing. Wow. I thought all of that. I think you think that all the time. And I like and this is this if people want to know if you ever think I've been mean to Brian. This is what Brian thinks in his head. And this is this, me telling him this, be encouraging this to him. Is AI and he's jealous. And so he wants to eventually kill me. This is a hundred percent. I mean, that's crazy. The only part was you wouldn't visit me at my house. <laughs> that is, that yeah. But if you do, I have a lamp ready. <laughs> yeah. I used um, to, I would visit your uh, your apartment. I would yeah, come by to. there. Yeah. Used to be good and friends. You'd be there and be jealous. <laughs> we were, we're still good friends. I uh, hide the lamps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it gets, you know, I had to encourage you just as long as I could. <laughs> and then I gave you a full job on a podcast. So I don't like, what are you right? Let me do a little, let me keep encouraging. You. Here we go. What else do you want me to do? About to be a cow reference. I didn't mean, yeah. mean for that to start something. This is a fun story, dude. You can see how this is fun to play around with. Yeah, oh, you know, that's great. Yeah. It's, it's a good time. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out. That's great. But the deep fake thing, the upside of it is, um, like there was some company in Asia that Asia that made um, some type of drink, and they wanted Snoop Dogg to be the spokesperson for it. Yeah. So they paid him just to do his face, a deep fake image. It looks just like him, and he gets the money, but he doesn't has to. He doesn't have to fly to Asia mm-hmm. really? to make the commercial. So that's the upside of deep yeah. fake. Wow, it makes that makes Snoop Dogg's life a little but easier. But I'm honestly, it's gonna wa- it makes his life easier, but it'll water down stuff. If people start figuring this stuff out, you're not gonna go. Like the second you were like, like it'd be like going to see Tupac, and when they did the, uh, the hologram, the hologram, yeah, like you're gonna go the first tour to be like everybody's kind of like, yeah, I'll, I'll go see what it is. Yeah. But then, like, what are you gonna do? You're gonna keep going, and then it's like, well, now we have Benjamin Franklin up there, and he seems. <laughs> Uh, Biggie Smalls, and you're like, right, well, I'd right. pay to see that. I check that out once. You, I know because, but if you're three yeah. years, you're like, I'm not yeah. going. I don't care what you're going to create. Like, yeah. it's not real. And you're right. You're and like, right. I don't. I, I, you know, I'm tired of like. It's a disconnect. It's a disconnect. I want to watch someone the real time. I want to. You want to watch someone that can do something you can't do. Yeah. Like that's why you're going to see athletes. That's why you're going to see all this stuff. And it's like you're amazed at that. Like I'm not amazed that a robot could jump from the bottom from the ground to the top of the empire state building you're like you're going to be like oh wow that's crazy and then if it's like it's how many robot. times you're going to go watch it you're like it's a robot you're mm-hmm. you know they make a car run fast you know i'm impressed by you seen bolt beating everybody yeah yeah so yeah. deep blue was the original but even before watson that's probably before your time yeah i don't remember that deep blue played gary kasparov part of the greatest chess player of all time mm. in a chess match Gary won the first time, and then they reprogrammed the computer a year later. He played, and the and the computer won. Oh wow! And it was a huge deal at the time. Which again, I thought, well, calculators. Can, yeah, can, yeah. Can Wait, do. he beat it, and then they just redid it. They worked on it. They increased the speed. They worked on different stuff. Yeah, and they played again a year later, and the computer beat him. Yeah, in chess, did it beat him like quick? No, it was yeah. close. Like he won some some. I don't know what do you call it and matches games yeah so the, these matches they would play it's they play six games of chess and then it's whoever wins the yeah so the first match was played in philadelphia in 96 kasparov won four games to two mm. yeah he won the match and then uh then it played again the next year deep blue won three and a half to two and a half so there was mm. a one draw wow between the two of them so it was still it's still a narrow margin at that point 
So but, like if that's the point, like if so if you're playing chess with a computer, it's like, well, if that guy's so good and he's making no mistakes and the computer's making no mistakes, it's like almost it would be a draw. I guess there's a little like some I guess computer uh, But there's know. so many moves in chess, eventually you could outmaneuver someone, right? I think so. Yeah. Like a yeah. computer because this said the computer was searching to a depth of six to eight moves and sometimes twenty or more moves in some situations. Yeah, that's where the computer has it. It can it can plot out what all the potential moves yeah. are way ahead and just map them out yeah, in its yeah. head. You know, well, some humans yeah. can do that on some level, but not. He probably to, could. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, now you got a robot. You're like, Kali, it's better. He goes, ah, he's gonna he's gonna draw a lot. He'll be close. <laughs> well, you're I mean. like, then what's the point of this robot? You're like, I want you to win in four moves. Yeah, I want you to mop the floor <laughs> yeah. with these guys. And that's when the robot goes, okay, and kills that guy. With a lamp. With yeah. a lamp. <laughs> with a lamp. <laughs> he said that, uh, Kasparov said he'd noticed unusual creativity in the machine's moves, suggesting that during the second game, human chess players had intervened on behalf of the machine. Oh, really? Basically, meaning they were calling the shots behind the scenes. IBM denied this, saying that only human intervention occurred between games. Which was allowed. Like in between games, they could do some tweaking. Kasparov demanded a rematch, but IBM had dismantled Deep Blue after the victory and refused the rematch. He requested printouts of the machine log file, but IBM refused. I'm on his side. Yeah. Although later the company published the logs on the internet, but they could have changed them. They could. Ch- I, I'm on his side. I mean, to be like he won the first time, and then the second time. Why would they not let it go? Like, if you believe in your thing, it's a robot. You know, it's not like, well, he's tired. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. He wants you his go, rest. I don't know. His parents want him home. Dude, we can't do this. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, uh, he hasn't eaten today. He's grouchy. Like, it's, they just wanted to be able to do it to say they won. But then, and then Watson, a few years later, went on Jeopardy, mm-hmm. took on Ken Jennings and Brad Rutter. And he won a million dollars. So humans take a uh, tenth of a second to perceive the question to hit your buzzer. Yeah. Watson could do it in eight milliseconds. So it would be like, uh, so they could never even buzz in because he knows every answer. I don't know if he knows every answer, but I think they all basically know the answers. I mean, Ken Jennings, I think, knows most of the answers. It's just who can get in quickest when they give you the prompt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cuz you can't I mean, the computer has to know all the answers. Yeah, because you pause as a human, you yeah. you know, you, when you talk, it's got to go to here, to, yeah. out of your mouth. Yeah. Did they beat him at all? Beat the robot? Yeah, they won some. And the robot yeah. got I think he got final jeopardy wrong. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. There's sometimes where I I watched a couple of these episodes and and uh, very infrequently it would happen where you could tell like it just didn't understand the way the question was worded and the answer mm. would be absurd. Oh, you know, it was like, what like, is shovel? And you're like, yeah. that's not what we're yeah, talking about. Yeah, I forgot <laughs> what the question was, but it's like this U.S. city, blah, blah, blah. And it answered, what is Toronto? Yeah. Wow. So it, it got some things wrong just because it couldn't yeah. understand it. What an dumb, idiot, dude. What a dumb computer. <laughs> but then later, it went on uh, the Urban Dictionary, memorized Urban Dictionary, and began using <laughs> profanity. <laughs> and he had to wipe his memory. <laughs> <laughs> You know how like people always talk about like uh, sticks and stones break my bones, words don't matter. Yeah. Like it's funny that words are going to kill computers. <laughs> like we've actually built like a society now where you're like words are not supposed to matter. It's yeah. like it's the actions, and then these computers are like 
it's going to end up, they're just going to be canceled because they like, they can't, you, they can't yeah. like not be just, you're like, you can't say that anymore, man. Yeah. And they, they so, so it's never going to go anywhere. Like we're going to, people can argue about like, I'm tired of political correctness. You're like, it might save us from the robots. Yep. Cause right. uh, so that, uh, that chat bot that I was talking about earlier, it was called Tay and it went on, it was made by Microsoft and it was supposed to engage with people in a casual and playful conversation. Basically it takes what they say and whatever. Yeah. But within 15 hours, it referred to feminism as a cult. <laughs> Said Caitlyn Jenner isn't a rural woman, but she won Woman of the Year. Neither of those phrases had been repeated, by the way. He just said it on its own. <laughs> said the Holocaust didn't happen. They had to stop it. God. <laughs> then it accidentally got re-released on Twitter again during a test, and it started doing uh, pot jokes. Um, and they don't know. Where, then it got a repetitive loop saying, "You're too fast. Please take a rest." Several times a second. So it just blew up people's Twitter feeds if they were following it. So wow. there's some things that they kind of work out the bugs. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. He goes, yeah, that, yeah, it's crazy. There's a so there's a so you asked me earlier about consciousness and yeah, there there is a some believe that they'll eventually be able to upload our conscious to a machine, and then it can still be us. We'd be like a cyborg, yeah. a robot, but it would be our brain, our mind, all that. There's a company called the 2045 Initiative, and they're developing, um, <laughs> trying to develop ways to upload our consciousness to a cyborg, to a machine. I think they could happen eventually, and technically we could live forever. Like a RoboCop? Oh, really? Like a RoboCop, maybe? Is, Is that what he was? Yeah, I think so. Right? I've never Robocop? seen RoboCop. Oh, that's a good one. Which one should I start First. with? Uh, that's it. Stop there. Oh, should I do Robocop or Terminator? Do both. I, Robot, I throw that first. in the mix too. I would, uh, Robocop's kind of a little sillier, whereas yeah. Terminator's pretty scary. Yeah. It's pretty scary. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, is there, so is your conscious, your soul, like, I guess that's what. Well, that's the big question. That's the big question. Yeah. What is a conscious? How do you describe what a consciousness is? A soul. Uh, yeah. No one can really. Define what that means. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, it, a lot of people know what happens at the end, apparently. Uh, <laughs> so the idea is to take whatever that is, whatever the animating principle of the human being is, download it onto some foreign body, yep. and then let it just inhabit that. Yep. Yeah, but like mm. if somebody's a giving person, then maybe that cyborg is like just a Well, you caring... know you're a robot? I think so. Yeah. I yeah. think you know everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're aware of the... I, I, I might do it. I hope to God he got a consent to this, to have this happen. Well, know, Ted Williams up. didn't. Oh, right. That Man, that kids. whole story is so sad, dude. Now, that's different. That's yeah. Alcor, and that's where they freeze you and and try to bring you back to life later. Yeah. Oh, he's still frozen. Yeah, his head and his body are in Scottsdale, Arizona. Oh, just so mistreated, just like sitting on shelves and stuff. It's just... Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It was a, it was a mess. I mean, it's still frozen? Yeah. But, like, it's in a thing? It's just his head? And his body's in a separate one. Oh, yeah? Why didn't they put them together? It's a mess. I I don't know. (laughs) I guess they have to do it that way somehow. They go, we don't have a box big enough. You go, (laughs) we'll just make the box big enough. (laughs) He's too tall. Yeah, he goes, he's too tall. So what do you want to do? You want to, so they go, I'll make him fit. He cuts the head. Just do the knees or something. Like, 
<laughs> That's the main thing, dude. We need the head attached. So when they unfreeze it one day, they're gonna have to reconnect it. Obviously, why is it sad with his kid? Well, I mean, he's gonna be frustrated. Oh, uh, there was all kinds of uh, man. There were like legal arguments. So like some kids didn't want to do it to him, and it was like, did he want it done? I don't I, think so. I don't know. Oh, and they make it seem like he wanted it done. Well, how yeah. did it happen then if he didn't? Yeah, why would so they ever had power of attorney when he died, whatever the nearest kin? I mean, you can decide. Oh, so the kin did it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was arguments within the family. I oh, need to okay. read up more about it. It was, I yeah. saw a thing on ESPN. It was a mess. Because I always thought it was him. I thought he's enjoyed life that yeah, much yeah, yeah. that he wanted to come back. Yeah. You know? I did too. Yeah. He did live a good life. Yeah. So this is like, you can sign up for this uh, 2045. I imagine that's the year it's going to come out. Uh, uh, that's the goal. They think it'll be it'll be that. Yeah. And so you're, uh, yeah, that you let let you see here and feel by 2021. Aims for robot avatars. Can you pay for this now? Their website says to create technologies enabling the transfer of an individual's personality to a more advanced non biological carrier and extending life to the point of immortality. And wow. then, so you're just a robot. What if, what if that's aliens? Well, some Could people be. think that. Yeah. They think that it's not like biological creatures that are coming here. It's, yeah. They're sending robots. Yeah. They're the aliens. And you're like, and they come here and they're like, oh, yeah, we used to be. Like, what if they come here and it's like us going to a history museum? Yeah. And then they just look at us and they're like, you remember that? Yeah. Like, oh. mm-hmm. hmm. And they've advanced to the point maybe where they don't even need bodies of any kind, they can just exist. Yeah. Just their consciousness can yeah. just exist without bodies. And then what's the yeah? And I guess we just can't wrap our head around what's the point no, of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah, I wouldn't mind anybody myself. Huh? I'm signing up. Yeah, I'm doing it. We'll still be doing this podcast. I'll just show up one day. It's a cyborg. Walk through the walls. I just like hey, takes y'all thirty minutes to notice it. Yeah. We, do we got to open that window? And you, you're you just talk through that window you're <laughs> that tall <laughs> you're just heads through the window and just sitting there like hey man still not doing keeps huh he goes, no no he goes he goes no i don't want to do the whole it was that was extra and like so i just thought uh you know i, I did like, the basic plan yeah yeah you would do the basic so immortality plan. but i'm just gonna do yeah. the basics he, yeah, yours just life. turns around backwards a couple of times. Squirrels still get up in it. <laughs> you have to carry. You have a belt of uh, old Irish spring soap around you. That you have to wear at all times as a robot. A lot of oil. A lot of just squirted like the Tin Man. Human hair. <laughs> yeah. Like the Tin Man just goes. You know, still beating it up. You're like, all right, man. I'll see you. Right before you walk, you still like get your bearings before you back up. Like, I don't want to fall. So, uh, if computers ever get to the point like AI where they're smart as us and become conscious, it's called the Chinese room experiment. Is basically if you were in another room, there's a guy in that room that spoke Chinese, and everything he asked you, you had a book, you could immediately answer him in Chinese. Mm-hmm. He would think he's talking to someone who knows Chinese, mm. but would you really know Chinese? Hmm. So a mm. computer, you could program to say answer everything you say, talk to you, but did they really know what they're saying, or is it just a program? Yeah. It's like me singing songs. 
I don't know what these songs mean. Yeah. But I can say some of the words. You're singing along with it. And I but I have no concept of the story behind it. Not even processing the lyrics. Not at all. You're just making noises like a parrot. Yes. Yeah. I do that with a lot of stuff. <laughs> a lot of songs. Yeah. yeah. I've memorized the words, but I don't know. I have there's no meaning behind them to me. Really? Mm-hmm. We were merely freshmen. That song. What's that from? Uh, Verb Pipe. That was like a song we played like our senior year. Great song. Played our, funny enough, it was our senior year. I always thought that was funny. <laughs> but we sing that song the whole, that was like, every time I, I hear that song, my buddy Moffat, we used to go to, Jeff Moffat, we go to his house. And then, uh, and he, uh, and we would listen, we would listen to that song and we'd sing it. And I still love it. When I was young, I knew everything. And she a punk who rarely, I always thought is it and she a punk a rally ever took advice. That's what I was saying. <laughs> and she a punk who rarely ever took advice. I mean, like all this now I'm guilt stricken solving my head on I seen all this. I don't know what yeah. this I don't uh-huh. I have no concept when I was young. I'm not thinking about a story. I'm not thinking about Do you wanna know what it is? Or are you just do you enjoy living? I don't know if I'm not like interested this. in it or if yeah. I care. Uh I'm trying to get it. Like I watched the Leonard Skinner, like some of the old Southern Rock we were talking yeah. about this weekend, yeah. like I'm kind of like get one of like you know like I can see that music back then was it's just so written out and that yeah. like I kind of like the uh, I guess the art of that I like that there's something you know do you, under- being, do you understand yeah. the Sweet Home Alabama kind of what I just know that one part now because the Neil Di- Neil Young thing yeah whatever. that's almost what maybe get it because the Joe Rogan Neil what does that Young. mean. Well, uh, Neil Young was like, I'm pulling my stuff off Spotify because of Joe Rogan. And Spotify was like, okay. Because mm, yeah. no one was listening to Neil Young. Yeah. And then and then someone was like, Neil Young's always been kind of like a problem like that. And then, or something. And then in the old Sweet Home Alabama, they say Neil Young something we don't need. Hope so- Neil Young will remember. Yeah. Southern boy. Yeah. Southern man Mark, don't need him around, around anywhere. Anymore. He had a song yeah. called Southern man. He had yeah. a song called yeah. Alabama that crashed the South. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty extensively. Kind of his rebuttal. So when I heard rebuttal, yeah. so I heard that, and I like, I was like, oh, that's okay. cool. Like, okay. and, but I would have never. I mean, when I heard it, my whole life, I don't, I never, yeah, yeah, yeah. thought of it. I, yeah, who, I, I would yeah. probably who, be like, who, they might have been a compliment. Yeah. Oh, they like Neil Young. Well, yeah, kid, right. yeah. Well, Kid Rock just samples it and makes it just yeah. a fun song. Like, yeah, you know, there's no. <laughs> like, that is a fun song. Yeah, all summer yeah. long. Yeah, so it's like I don't. Yeah, I yeah. don't. But I don't take. Yeah, I'm the same way on that. Nate and I had a bet. Years ago, you probably don't remember this. I said that by 2030, half the cars in Nashville would be self-driving. By 2030? Yeah. When did you make this bet? Five years ago. Okay. Something like that. And I still stick with that. Not that you're going to be able to take a nap in it, but I think pretty much every new car made now has some self-driving quality. Some form. Absolutely. Some form. Absolutely. Keep you in the lane. Yeah, but it's not, it's not self-driving. It's going to be – like a Tesla is not self-driving. It's it can, it can do it, but it's not – none of them are like automatically self-drivers. Hmm. And half the cars, there's just no way. I mean, people yeah. are buying you're, – you're buying 2021, 22 cars now, 23, and they're not self-driving. They can do – they have some lane assist. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like some function. Parallel park. They can do. Yeah. Well, that's it. We're getting loose. Yeah. We're, we're getting very – Moving the goalposts a little bit, yeah. right? That's it's what I said be, then. Yeah, I bet if you yeah. had blinkers and stuff. What do we say about gas? Like I thought, will Harper ever oh, yeah, put we gas about in that a too. car? Electric and cars. Electric cars. But I think I will make sure she puts gas in a car. Like I want her to know how to do everything on her own. She doesn't need to rely on every, anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, drive and, stick shift. I think yeah, that's important. Yeah, I'll do drive stick shift. I'll yeah. teach her. Like it's like 
uh, I want her to be able to do stuff on her own. And uh, so I think I will make sure that she knows how to pump gas. Now, do, will she have a gas car or will it just be like, we buy an old truck that we yeah. have? Or like, <laughs> it might be that. Yeah. And then she doesn't have a gas car. Maybe by then she could not have one because it's hard to get to that point. If you get to that point, they start having these cars that are like so safe and like all yeah. this other stuff. And you're like, well, I can't, I don't want her out there like texting and all, mm -hmm. you know, all this kind of crazy stuff that you can't always stop them. So you, yeah, then maybe there's like a Tesla or something, you know, yeah. I don't know, but yeah. I, I can't say that, but I mean, yeah, she'll be right on the end tail end of it for sure. Eleanor, based on what we said last week, may not even have the opportunity because most gas stations will be gone by 2035, 2040. She graduates high school in 2040. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. 2040. Her wow. robot dad shows up. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, uh, yeah. Where's your dad at? He's in my purse. <laughs> <laughs> I went from yeah. so tall, I'm out this window, yeah. now I'm in her purse. You're conscious. I mean, so, you're, if, so if your conscious is a robot, it's just... Is the robot just like, I don't where's a plug? Everywhere Rumi walks in, he asks where a plug's at. Like, he goes, he goes how you doing? Is there a plug near? And you're like, you're like, I don't, we, no one would even want to invite you. You're like, you just, you're just always, you go to a house, you plug in, you stand in that one spot. Stand in like, the corner. It's not even a long cord. It's not even a long cord. <laughs> he goes, and you're like, hey, man, why don't you like circle around, like maybe meet some people? And you go, I don't, what if I get stuck? Yeah. My battery's been weird got lately. I got to go home. Uh, last night, he didn't charge for some reason. And so you're just always, you can never. You're you asking know. your friend, can I give me some of those cheese yeah. balls? Hey, what, they got, what kind of food they got over in the kitchen? He goes, well, I don't know. Go take a look, man. He goes, uh, you know, I don't know if I can take the chance. Three-inch quarter. Yeah. If I leave, someone else might plug it in. You're like Frank. Somebody else takes it. You're like George Costanza trying to use that pay phone at the Chinese restaurant where he just was sitting there waiting. Like, oh, how long? Excuse me, how long are you gonna be? You still got your thing plugged in? You might find. You know, Eleanor's got to walk around with that worry of just ah, oh, my dad just is, you know. That's funny. Yeah. All right. That's it. Yep. Yeah. That's it. That was fun. Uh, all right. Uh, I will, like I said earlier, I will be at uh, uh, Rhode uh, Island, Rhode Island, New York. I think those shows are mo uh, sold out or as very close as they can be. And then uh, I'll do the Netflix is a joke festival, uh, May third. I'll be there, and that is I want to say about it's pretty sold out, ninety percent something nice. maybe. It's at the end, so. Uh, grab your tickets to that. Uh, especially when it come to the show last time I was there, that's where I'll be. You guys, I'm back at the Grand Old Opry this Friday. Oh, right, so nice man. On that, Lori Morgan's on this one. So, Ooh. Lori Morgan, yeah, oh, yeah, not Lori. Leanne Morgan, Lori yeah. Morgan, Lori Morgan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm in Bristol, Tennessee this weekend at the Blue Ridge Comedy Club. Saturday night, two shows. Come out and see you. And the next week, I'm doing the Denver Comedy Underground on uh, May 5th. First time in Denver, Colorado. If you're wow. in the Colorado Very area. Exciting. I'm at Comedy Works all weekend after that. But I'm headlining Comedy Underground Thursday oh, that's night. great. Yeah. And the Comedy Works is the best. Yeah. I'm excited. Denver's everybody, one of the best comedy towns in the country. So everybody says I've never been there. So yeah, I'm pumped. yeah. It's awesome. Everybody there, they're all just so great. Everybody that runs it, it's a, it's a, it's a good time. 
Dustin. Uh, yeah, I'll be with you this yeah, week, and this uh, week. very excited about that. And uh, then I'll be with TJ Miller. We'll be uh, filming. He's filming his special at the Tampa Improv um, on the fourth and the fifth, I believe, of May, or the, actually that weekend, the fifth and sixth. Yeah. Then I'll be filming my dry bar special in Provo, uh, May twenty first, six oh, right, nine thirty. Right, yeah. So yeah. check May that 21st. out. Promo, go to uh, Provo, go to that. Go to Provo, yeah. yeah. I got a lot yeah. of Utah friends. Come on, yeah, out. yeah, yeah. Uh, and that TJ Miller, that's why you don't want a robot. You ain't gonna get another TJ Miller. No, <laughs> no. That guy's yeah. the most original person I've ever met. I've known him since we have started yeah. comedy over twenty or nineteen years. Nineteen years I've known wow. TJ. Yeah, TJ's when I when I saw him the first time, I I just thought I've never. He was the first original. Like I was like, this is the most original person I've ever seen. Yeah, he's amazing. He's Andy Kaufman, which we talked a lot yeah. about Andy Kaufman. He's very week. similar. Yeah, we should do a one on like originality, like Andy Kaufman. Like I would like to really get into learn, but Andy Kaufman is. Yeah, it's 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 crazy what he was doing, and uh, and TJ's TJ's. Yeah, if a robot tried to do what TJ's doing, its head would explode. Like yeah. he's just, he's it's, just he, he another level. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's it's the yeah it's, it's you're him, behind the TJ yeah, package. It's improv. It's, it's all the stuff he can yeah. juggle. Come on, yeah, it's all over the yeah. place. <laughs> uh, all right, as always, we love you. Thank you so much. Anytime you listen to this uh, again, like I try to. I've been saying it more on stage. And I'll say it here. Uh, I will never take this for granted that you guys uh, listen to this. So uh, we will keep uh, uh, coming at it, I guess. And uh, thank you. Love you. See you next week. Bye. Nate Land is produced by Nate Land Productions and by me, Nate Bargetzi, and my wife, Laura, on the All Things Comedy Network. Recording and editing for the show is done by Genovations Media. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to catch us next week on the Nate Land Podcast.